Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. The show where we keep it real to real, I make this bad impression. It's better than I can do. I'll give you that. I'm not even going to attempt it. Well, nope. you know, and it's welcome to Jimmy Stewart Month, the month of July 2021, where we celebrate one of the best badasses in the world and one of the uh, best actors America has ever seen. And my personal opinion, probably the greatest one we will ever have. Um, this month is associated with the Jimmy Stewart Museum. You can go visit it on jimmy.org where you could go in and take a look at the exhibits and everything else that's playing. Today, we look at Harvey. Which but, we did review a long, long time ago, but that was before our current cast. And yep. so um, I guess it's, it's just such a... a um, cornerstone kind of it's, movie that you gotta do it again for the yeah, month. It yeah. is one okay, of the we, best. And we take a look at Harvey, theoretically. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of hard to see him. Yeah. In some ways, you do see him, though. Yeah. So, my name's Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. And, I, then, and this is Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's here. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they did. Those really? jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Get some pants. <laughs> you have a hat. <laughs> it's a hat and tie, no pants on. Oh god, I've I've seen this a bunch of times. Oh, I've seen it so much. This is the first time. So much. Like I I was aware of this movie, yeah. uh, but in all reality, my only real exposure to it is the brief reference in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I, yes, I had really never knew of this movie until like you mentioned it. The Simpsons yeah. had a joke. Oh yeah, oh, that's Barney a great. Gumbel. Yeah, Barney Gumble sitting next to a rabbit, going, "Keep drinking or I'll die." <laughs> okay, there was actually a really funny thing that I actually paused the movie. Yeah. Because there was one line in it. Oh, she she shouted and I'm like, oh god, what happened? Oh okay. yeah, she's like, no no no, that line. I can. Well, I recognized shit. the line, and it's so funny that I recognized it because I recognized it very randomly. Because we we mm. did a a, an, a review of a movie of mine during one of the guilty pleasure months mm. of Secret Admirer. Yes. And there was a line in Secret Admirer that came from this movie. Really? Oh. Yes. Um, one more crack out of you, Weisenheimer, and I'm going to butter your necktie. Oh. That came from this movie. And I recognized it immediately. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just and picturing... I was like, oh my god, that's where they got this from? <laughs> I'm just picturing a very slippery necktie. Yeah. I'm picturing, like, butter, and I'm like, if, if you're... If your slit throat bleeds butter, you have a problem. Right? Yeah. You have several problems. You, yeah. you, or you're a, you're you a middle to, America American. You need to start, You need to watch your cholesterol. Or yeah. <laughs> no, no, no no, at that point, the cholesterol it's, is just way past gone. It leaked out. There's yeah. too much blood in your cholesterol system. <laughs> yeah. Now, this movie is uh, credited as one of Jimmy Stewart's absolute favorite roles that he's ever played. It was good. He seemed like to, he was having yeah, a good time. Yeah, to the point where he, revi he revived this role in 1970s, uh, played it in a play on Broadway for a little while, mm -hmm. and also did it for school children in London in the 80s. I could understand oh. why. And it, he... I can, too. Yeah. I mean, he... Um, there was one point he told the story and it was actually very close to when he fully retired and he was talking about it when 
When this movie was released in 1990 on VHS, he did the opening narration for it and did about a 30-minute interview yeah. talking about it extensively. And the, this is the reason why I ended the last episode with I Dare You to See the Rabbit Yourself. Because he did this play and he did a version of it with people and children kept pointing out saying, please don't get rid of the rabbit. Please don't hurt the rabbit. And he stopped for a moment and go, they can see him too. <laughs> it's oh no, just, it's like those, that fantasy trope that the kids can so see the things. Cute, and it's just, it's beautiful. I was it's actually beautiful. kind of bummed a little bit that we didn't actually get to see the rabbit. Because uh, I really wanted to see the rabbit. At least, at least a little, a little, yeah. even just a snippet. There know? are versions. Well, there's evidence that, of. Oh, there's definitely, uh, definitely yeah. evidence of him being there. Yeah. The but game. I even just wanted to see like a paw, you yeah. know, or something. Uh, well, there, like, there's I a. I would have. Uh, yeah. I would have settled for like a shadow of like mm. an ear, like right. on a, mm. and like just a frame something. in the background, like yeah. on one of there's the. There's a there's covers. a version yeah. of yeah. it of this movie where at the very end it was. It was edited that when they're walking away from Chumley's rest, you see it. It pauses, and you see there's a like a chalk outline forms next to him, yeah. and then it fades out to do the credits. See, I would have been fine with and that. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, you do this, and it's like, oh wow. And oh, then you know, even like, even like and, in the uh, like a lamp post light, that yeah. there's a shadow of yeah. like a, a really tall rabbit. There's and this actually to my for my own thing, and I mean, you know, this is just. Announcing this for my own thing, in my office and my day job at, at work, I have a signed Jimmy Stewart still of when he's standing in front of the painting of him and Harvey. That's yeah. cool. You know, in the in the library area looking and just leaving that in. Nobody else knows this movie but me, and one person who I hired recently, I think solely, going back and thinking of the interview, solely on the fact that she recognized who that was, where that was from, and then <laughs> praised it. I'm like... You're you know awesome. What? You know what? You're, You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> like, you know, so this movie stars Jimmy Stewart, Josephine Hull, Peggy Dowd, Charles Drake, Victoria Holm, Jesse White, who we've covered a lot of his movies, mm. uh, and a few others. Harvey William, as himself. Harvey as Harvey himself. As himself yes. William H. Lynn and my favorite my favorite. Bit actor from the 1940s and 50s, Dick Weasel. <laughs> oh my God! Who played the bartender, Mr. Cracker? Mr. Cracker. Oh. And it just, I'm like. <laughs> I think so. Dick Weasel's kind of worse. Some of the names in this movie, man, though. Oh, Mr. Cracker. Oh, Dick Weasel. <laughs> hey, and it's worthwhile noting that Josephine Hall was also an arsenic and old lace. Yes. Yes. yes okay. She was. Now. I think both of those movies go well together. Oh, very very well, very well, and they're they're in my top five. Yeah. Really, like they, I, those are one of those that I can watch this movie over. I love this movie. I mm -hmm. absolutely love it. This is why this was first pick. Like, this was right this away. was a very fun movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> oh, I wonderful. do got a yeah. question though. Yeah. Do you think the movie is better that you see evidence of Harvey? Or is, would it have been better if you were left wondering whether he was hallucinating or not? No, I like the fact that you know that <laughs> yeah. Harvey is, is actually there. Because, I because it's like the it. fame, man. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. That's, we, we have that's something I, have to, I yeah. have to point out, too, is the fact that once you hear the word puka... Mm -hmm. Puka! It's like, that, time out. The minute he says Here's a puka, puka, that made me go, hold up, time out, wait. 
I like how the guy said it was from Celtic mythology. It's like, like uh, Celtic, Celtic mythology. Okay. It's from basketball yes. mythology. Yes. <laughs> okay, but no. Um, when you read the description of this movie, it says that um, Jimmy Stewart has an imaginary friend. Right. That's in the description. Right. But, and of course now I'm thinking, all right, so this guy has like... A hallucination. That's what you you are led to believe when you read the description. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you watch the movie and he says he's a puka, yeah. I had to actually stop. I paused it and I went. Wait, time out. Wait, time out. He said puka. I looked at Dan and I was like, he said puka. Did and you know went, what it was already? I did. Yes. Immediately I knew what it was. Yeah. So he and I kind of looked at each other and we went, okay. So then when the wife goes in and grabs the encyclopedia. <laughs> Uh, not the, or the dictionary, yep. and flips it open and then stops. I'm like, oh, no, no, they're not going to actually read it's it. It's like, why would I actually do something then, that I started to actually do? And then um, the orderly guy, actually, Mr. Wilson, Mr. Wilson actually Mr. reads Wilson. it, and then he starts to read it out loud, and he actually starts to fully read it. I literally almost grabbed Dan, and I was mm-hmm. like, they're doing it. They're actually saying it's going to be a fang. It's going to be a fang. And, then, and, and then, I, was, I was kind of literally halfway between my phone and the screen, and he said, "How are you doing, Mr. Wilson?" Mr. Wilson, I'm like, like, "Time the fuck out!" I'm like, yes, yes, time out. Yes. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And that's what I texted in our group chat. They're bringing in the motherfucking Faye. I'm in. I can read the thing. Uh, from old uh, Celtic mythology, a fairy spirit in animal form, always very large. The puka appears here and there, now and then, to this one and that one. A benign but mischievous creature, very fond of, of rum pots, crack pots, and how are you, are Mr. You, Wilson? Mr. Wilson. <laughs> I like how he shakes the book. <laughs> like, yeah. hold on, shake the words back into normal. The, okay. only, the only thing that they... Doctor, screwiest thing ever happened here. <laughs> the only thing that they, they kind of made up a little bit is the fact that it's always very large. They're not always very large. Not necessarily. But, um, yeah. To that point, actually, um... It's referred to that that Harvey is six foot three and a half. Is yep. that ears or not? Yeah. So because <laughs> yeah. my dad's six foot it's three. Funny you mention that. So they claim that it's corresponded with Harvey's height in the play that Mary Chase did over 1990. Um, Jimmy Stewart uh, said that he is going to imagine Harvey. He is six foot three, but he's playing six foot eight in the movie because Jimmy Stewart is six foot four. Oh, oh. Right. so that way when you do and you see him, he's looking up at him. Yeah, you know, okay. instead of looking eye to eye, but if he's looking up, and actually Jimmy Stewart, even though um, Henry Coster was the, um, yeah, Henry Coster was the director here. He actually gave a ton of cues and said, "Hey, I think we should do it this way," and Henry listened a lot. So, for example, with a lot of it, like, towards the end where the framings are is that Jimmy Stewart's not in the middle of the shot. He's towards the left or yes. he's towards the right. Yes. So the audience that. could fill in Harvey there. I do notice and that. And then when they're in the sanitarium and they're both sitting down, the, the frame... The framing is not just Jimmy Stewart right. looking at doctor, looking at the doctor or looking at Kelly. I mean, there's both chairs. Yes. So when he's looking or he elbows Harvey and he's looking and winking, and every time he's talking with Harvey, the framing is so both of them are there. Yes. Yeah. And he did that. that, and also there was, there's a lot, there's a shitload of trivia here. 
Um, one thing that I found really interesting before we get into all of this, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we found a little bit that this movie somewhat drove Cary Grant crazy. <laughs> uh, Why okay. does that not surprise me at all? Two reasons, and one of them's kind of funny. Okay. First off, you know, there's there's such similarity to Arsenic and Olace. Very much so. You know, I when, don't know why, though. It's... Let me get in. But the, uh, the fact that it's a play that turned into a movie. True, but they're both yeah. completely different stories. Yeah. It's day in a life. I was going to say, it all happens yeah. in one day. Yeah. In another, and yeah. also about yeah. mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just this, but his, you know, Jimmy Stewart's took off and won awards. This, you know, Arsenic and Olace kind of became a cult classic later on. Yeah. Also, Josephine Hull is in both movies. Yes. In Arsenic and Olace, he plays Cary Grant's character's aunt. This one, he is Jimmy Stewart's sister. Yep. But... Cary <laughs> Grant is four years older than Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart and Josephine Hall are 31 years apart. Yeah. So, yeah, when you think about that, I'm like, hell yeah. And it she, just kind of like. And she even says. Kind of breaks the mold here a little bit. She even says. She had to change him as a baby. She had to change him as a baby. Mm -hmm. So, it's like. Jesus, how, like, how late in life did your mother have him? Yeah. And more to the point, good on you. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's like, congrats. I never really thought about it. Yeah. That the, the age difference? Yeah. Like, she should, what he should have been was her kid. Accepted yeah. it. Yeah. He should have yeah. been, he should have been her son. Like, yeah. I just, he, he looks, you know, like he's in his 40s and he is yeah. in the... Thing. Well, in this, you know, story. Um, so yeah. I figured, I don't know, she's 50-something, 60-something. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Stewart has this thing where he's very ambiguous with his age. Yes. That's the thing. He, he can get away with being older or younger depending on his hairstyle. It's mm -hmm. as weird as that sounds. Oh. It's exactly. Give him a little bit of gray and he could pull off all sorts of different ages. It's yeah. true. And as, as <laughs> it well, shows that in the younger movies that he's in, he uh, plays an older character and uh, he's younger. When we get into a movie later on in the month, uh, there's one, the one and only time him and John Wayne appeared together. What? We, yeah, there's one where we get into that. He is significantly, he looks significantly older, even though it's in the same decade this movie was released. Hmm. But. Black he, and white? Yeah, it's black and white, but he also, in some scenes, he seems eye to eye with John Wayne. Like, even though John Wayne is significantly older than him. It's, hmm. it's just, it's, it's Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. He's, he's very, it's, it's yeah. very ambiguous with him, yeah. with his, his age. It's just. I feel like you uh, can't play too, too young, though. No, 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 no but no. Like, I feel like I'm used to seeing no. him at, at about 40. Yeah. Right. He's, right. He's good at the 40s, but like, um, he, you couldn't really pass him off as like 20. Right. Yeah. But you no. could get him in his 30s. Yeah. Well, he claimed he was like, what, he's 35? Yeah. Was, well, no. Like, no. I thought he was 36. No, no. For 35 years, I was trying to be normal. There's that line. Yeah. The, for 35 years, I've versatile reality, and I'm proud to say I've won out on it. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, he's And then, yeah, but also, yeah. Josephine, his sister, Vera, says to Dr. Sanderson that he's 42. Oh, 42, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. so, right. 
But in, <laughs> in the variations, you're no kidding, right? <laughs> in the variations of this of the story, Elwood P. Dowd is anywhere from 35 to 55 years old, mm. depending on how you do it. Like, there's different versions of this. Um, actually, really interesting. I just want to bring up is you know there's been plays and film versions, and just have a few. Um, Art Carney actually played Elwood in 1958, and his sister and um, his sister was played by Elizabeth Montgomery. And also Fred Gwynn was one of the orderlies. I could see that. Yeah, that works very, very well. Um, there is a, and I just want to bring this part up because this is really interesting, is there was a West German television version called Mein Freund Harvey. <laughs> A, just a German version of the film. You crazy? You and Zanatelli. <laughs> like, it just... Jimmy Stewart reprised it in 1972. Uh, Jesse White came back, and Fred Gwynn also came back for the role. Wow. Then um, 1985, there's another West German version of it. Just kind of funny. Also, in 1996, I think there was a huge freaking missed opportunity in casting, is you had Harry Anderson of Night Court fame play Elwood... Huh, okay, yeah. And I can see but that. but as Dr. Chumley, Leslie Nielsen. Hmm. You missed a huge fucking opportunity oh here. Oh my god. A huge fucking opportunity well, I mean, to reverse it and oh. he could play Elwood. Mm. I mean I, you know you know I can see hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just I'm like you missed it. I know Chino, I feel the same way, dude. I wonder if it would have made more sense if it was a younger Leslie Nielsen before he was known for comedy though. Yeah. Cause like like when yeah. he was doing um yeah uh oh what when, we reviewed oh when he did the uh, uh when he did the stories yeah. from uh, Stephen King yeah yeah he was younger then oh shit yeah yeah or the uh, uh, and um, up for uh, some of these here is um there was some people who had interest in doing it and I'll get into this later but um, currently right uh, well pre COVID times. Um, in the before time. <laughs> yeah, pre-COVID times, and there's, hopefully it'll come back on Broadway, is they released Harvey again, and Elwood P. Dowd was played by Jim Parsons. Huh. And, I can see that. Yeah, and that it, one yeah. was really good. And I'll get into the others later, um, because one, there's, there's a very, very, very interesting one that I... I want to save for fantasy casting because I would have wanted to see this. Okay. Uh, now, so let's dive into all of this with this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie um, that really deserves so much credit. And we'll go through some of this. Um, for all of its worth, um, you know, it starts out, we have Elwood P. Dowd, an eccentric man whose best friend is a six foot three and a half white rabbit named Harvey. How can They're, he be a white rabbit when he's invisible? That's well, what they say. He says he's white. Yeah. He's white. Harvey's, is that like the invisible pink unicorn? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Probably. But Harvey and him are heading out. They're heading down to Charlie's. In the middle of the afternoon, and Charlie's place is a supposed dive bar, but Elwood always heading out in a nice three-piece suit, nice fedora, and he always has a jacket and a hat with him. 
An extra one. Heading yeah. down the road, and I couldn't help but notice the background sort of looked like the future from Back to the Future 2. <laughs> a little bit. A little, a little like, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, like they kind of, like, and eh, nah, Zemeckis wouldn't have pulled that one off. I'm not going to lie, though. When he came out of the house and the mailman pulled up and yeah. had him sign for a letter, and then he just immediately tore it up and threw it in the street, <laughs> that hit home. <laughs> yeah, what like, was that letter? It's, yeah. I, I, I don't even know, but it's like, Okay, just just a quick thing from the mailman. Mm. I understand you're gonna throw away most of the mail. Yeah. At least wait till I've turned around. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Yeah, and Elwood's this guy who he has had money and he you know it's also you see he spends his at, days at the bar. Yeah, you see at three at three eighty at the bar just at, being friendly. Yeah, at three forty eight drive you see that there's a statue right in the front. I did not figure out why, but listeners, please go ahead and tell us if you found anything from the Mary Chase version of this. I tend to think some ways that somebody was involved with baseball. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not sure. There's a statue right in front of his house that marked yeah. that, that it's very quick. And it's just because I tried to look and see where did all this money come from? I think it's his mother. I yeah. thought it he was inherited. Yeah, it was inherited from him. It's inherited from her, excuse me, but... Where did they get it? Like, yeah, or were they involved with investments? Or, you oh, know, I don't they, know. They, they never really dealt with it. father had died. But that's the beauty part of this. Yeah. This is a day in the life for a movie. Right. You're only going to see these characters for the... the duration of the day. Six to eight hours well, well, of the it, day. It, ten hours or so. It, by the end of it, it's one o'clock in the morning or so. Yeah. Two o'clock in the morning You're right, so. yeah. It's well, about like 12 Charlie's hours. Opens late. Yeah, it's about... About 12 mm-hmm. to 13 hours mm-hmm. you're with these people. What's the statue got to do with anything? I'm just wondering if that had something to do with the family. Because it says Dowd right in the front. If that was an old baseball player. Uh, I think it was one of those um, politically incorrect jockey oh. statues. Uh, or the the guy holding the lantern statues. Oh, right. Um, maybe. In the huh. Right, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just curious. Historically, if that was somebody. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so they're heading down, they head into Charlie's place, and you see Mr. Cracker and also... Lawn uh, Jockey, that's F- what yeah. they're called. F- yeah, F- where you see the um, Mr. Cracker and also um, where he's... I uh, forget the other guy's name, but he does meet the, they meet the man who has a job for the state... He had a job for the state for 90 days making license plates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it's very nice to see you I again. I have a job with the state. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I did a job. Yeah. I did a job from them building the road over three years ago. I think your sister always resented me. And we also find that, you know, we're not introduced yet, but Vita, who, and, uh, and we have these, the little the niece as well, who they want to go ahead and bring up a little social gathering as well while he's out and bring everybody together. He's going to be down at the bar. So they're going to have a social gathering at the house. Because they're trying to to, marry off the the Yeah. Well, let's get you started in society. And this, okay, this is the crescent start of why I freaking love this movie. Because you have people who are so high up on their high horse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, we need to do the society. And you have Elwood who's just like... Fucking hell, we got all this money, let's just have some fun. I think it's just funny, too, that at the very beginning you see that there's a, like, uh, not a housekeeper, but she's like a caterer and a maid, and the first thing you see is the fact that she's quitting. Yeah. Like, she's freaked out and she's quitting, and you don't know why. Yeah. You introduced (laughs) me to 
the thing. The thing. And he he's introduced like, me to that. Thing? Yes. And it's the. It's did, did he expose himself? Is that yeah. what the thing is? It's, it's, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's that. It's like and, the thing. Huh? And there's other things there. Like you, you notice that they're talking about it. They're talking, but everybody's but very, not, very hush hush on the problem. They're not talking about what it is. Yeah, they're, yeah. They, they don't want to say that because it's a polite society. You don't say any shit outside. Like the the cook comes in and out, played by more uh, Maud Prickett. Elvira, who's coming in and out, and when she comes in, they're shut, uh, shut up, hush, hush. Right, they, they don't yeah. talk about it. They don't do any of that here, but they talk with each other, blah, 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 but they don't want to let anyone else know. And then... And the thing that pisses me off about this part, and it's not even so much yeah. the sister, it's the daughter. Right. It's like, you are so freaking ungrateful. Mm-hmm. You are living in his house. Right. Off of his money. Yeah, and you are so freaking ungrateful. Yeah, because she's so. And they point yeah. that out. Because yeah. she's she doesn't want anyone to. I mean, I could see her being kind of mad. Like she doesn't want anyone to find out and ostracize her because yeah. of his. I get yeah. that, but at the same time, no one is saying that you have to have any of these parties in this house. Right. You can go somewhere else and host it. Can he she? He would have. Yes, because but I, does she know anybody? It's the fifties. Can she? Like, yes, she because have, I have. Like, I have no. I have. Absolutely, I have full, um, how do I want to word this? I do not think that Elwood would have any issue with his sister going, hey, do you think that you could sponsor a party over here for her to have a, a party with her friends yeah. and on, yeah. on her own and we just stay back? Yeah. And he would probably go, sure, no problem. Yeah. How about you host a dinner for your friends over here? She has a party over here for her friends. Yeah. And we'll have them separate. And he would probably go, no problem. Yeah, let's, but let's face it, Vita's an awful person. Yes. Yeah. Vita, Vita is one of those that is very confused and reminds me of some members in my family mm. who I don't speak with and you know, they're like, oh, they have to be a certain way and because this is the way it's polite. And I'm like, the hell are you talking about polite? Like it's just it's your version of of the right. way things should be, and then my version is different, and it's just like okay, we live different lives. So freaking what? Right. Well, I you mean, know, it's only natural for people to be some, yeah. have concern about their social yeah. standing because if you were to be ostracized from a society, yeah. you would die in the wild, basically. Back okay. In, yeah, back good in the point. 50s, yeah. 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 Good point. But, but I mean, so to speak, if you had no resources, nobody to help you do anything, get anywhere, that could be Mm. very dangerous, so that's probably, so even if it isn't the same as, I'm gonna go get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger, the instinct is still there. But they do have resources, though, because they are living off of his money. They're not going destitute. They're not going to be homeless. She just isn't going to have a husband of a society of of a certain stature. But then she falls in love with a freaking orderly anyway. Yeah. So which who is, likes egg and onion sandwiches. Oh, so it I, doesn't I know. Her, her, yeah. her societal thing is bullshit to begin yeah. with. Right. Now I've had egg and onion sandwiches and egg and onion subs. Yeah. Done right? Pretty freaking good. I can't imagine yeah. that it leaves your breath uh, sparkling. Fresh. Oh no. <laughs> Probably not. No, 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 no. No, or they're... your farts. Brush your no. teeth. Brush your teeth. Yeah. Brush your teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's no. possible to make 
they they should invent a pill that makes your fart smell nice. <laughs> they have it's not a pill, yeah. huh? But it's an underwear. We, we have yeah. a friend. It was awfully gassy. Mm. <laughs> we love him very much. We won't go into detail. About I went who. to a concert you know with him. You, are. you know who you are. I am not going to uh, to expose names. I've heard but this story. Yeah, I went to a concert and he almost made everybody at the concert vomit. But they have these things that you can put in your underwear. They're almost like um, charcoal filter. They are kind filters, <laughs> but if you do, um, if you do. Uh, can they smell like Rocky Road? They do smell like flowers <laughs> or things like that. Yes, so you can actually uh, pass gas through them, and they do actually smell nice. Poopery. So it's sort of like poopery, except it is a it is a, uh, a filter there, that you can put in your underwear. So yes, yeah, there, there is a product called poopery. And oh my god, poopery is a spray that you can bring into the bathroom you with you. You bless it you, into the toilet. You bless it into the toilet before you poop. My grandmother has this. We mm -hmm. tried it at work yeah. uh, because we have a lot of people who um, need, eat, to, need to check their diets. Need to check their diets <laughs> at yeah. my work, and it, it poopery is not as good as it claims. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then you just you start smelling rose scented poo. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Oh, I yeah. hate that. Uh, you hear that, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> now, there you go. Yeah. Charlie unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's established that Elwood spends a lot of time out there at the bars and drinking around town. And you can see that he's very... Is he an alcoholic? Well, it's funny it's you mention that. Um, no, 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 actually... think he yeah. is, but he doesn't seem to There's a reason why you don't see him drink, actually. Oh. Because he's referred to as an alcoholic, but he's only taking a drink one time in the picture because the Hollywood production code would not allow them to show anyone getting drunk. Mm. So he only when he orders two martinis and he's sitting and talking, the martinis there, but they're not doing anything. Right, they don't actually drink out of it. Yeah, they're not, there's a reason for it. I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you. <laughs> And you know, it was an accident. Yeah, and he's doing this, and he's on you know formal basis with everybody, and then the bartenders are very much into his game. Okay, here's the guy who sees a rabbit. Here's the guy who's kind of crazy, but you know what? He pays. He's polite. He's very nice. He's harmless. Let's and ride. And they're all they're all very like yeah. defensive of him. They're, yeah. they're protective of him. Which yeah, is, which because, is nice. It's a good thing to see. He's yeah. harmless. That's yeah. the thing. He's harmless and he, he's a nice he guy. Pays well, he's, bills. Mm. he's nice to everyone. Mm -hmm. He has an imaginary friend. And he's charming and as he's, fuck. And he's yes, exactly. Yeah. So you know what? So what if he talks to himself? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And even in the scene where you're, they're at Charlie's bar in the, in the first scene where you have the guy at the end who's just looking and going, right. like, okay, crazy. so the guy, he owes four bits, which is the equivalent mm. of 50 cents, yes. looking down and going, yeah, the guy at the end will pay for it. And, yeah, he'll be delighted. Yep. He'll be delighted. Grand. Yep. And that's fine. Ah, and, and, you know, you have Vera, uh, Veda, and Myrtle May who are... What a name! What a name! And they're, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Christ. I know, here. Oh, and they're getting this... Oh, let's get this, this whole party together, and you're going to have... 
his their long lost aunt coming in. They haven't seen them in a long time. Long lost. So did you yeah. check behind the couch? Yeah. yeah like, I thought you were dead. Uh, <laughs> I you were dead. Oh, I thought she died. <laughs> and I really liked this aunt. She was only in one scene, but fucking Christ, she's I great. I thought it was so funny that they kept trying to take off her coat, and she's like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Stop, stop pulling on me, it's fine. Yeah. Where are you? And then, where the, then the beauty shot of this is in this movie where you have the, the scenes where he's trying to introduce people to Harvey, and he gets cut off at Every beautiful points. Now I'd like to introduce you to my friend. And by the way, let's go ahead and talk about this, Uncle Delwood. Come on. Let's talk about <laughs> our fears. Chino, what? <laughs> he's, he's, he's he sees Harvey, there. too. Yeah. Is that it? He's got bigger ears than you, and you're sad? Aww. <laughs> Maybe she knows Harvey the whole time. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> we have some things to discuss. Could make our lives very different now. I think. Are you a puka? Bird. He's like maybe. <laughs> What's a puka? He's mischievous. Food? Mischievous. <laughs> and I I love where it's like this beautiful, almost accidental chemistry. <gasps> but you know the they're at this. Kind of like a party where no one's having fun. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Like, it's like the this weird... was entertainment back in, back yeah. in the fifties. They didn't have TV. I know. Yeah. There was the, the the weird opera lady. Yeah. And how scandalized okay. she was because this woman had the nerve to have you know breasts that moved. Yeah. What? Okay. When she, she was doing the, <laughs> and she like parts <laughs> of her would jiggle like the Vita was just like oh. Oh, scandalous! Like yeah. no, away. that was because she was singing about hopping, and she was thinking about Harvey. At yeah. least that's how I interpreted it. Yeah, yeah. That was my thought too. Yeah, like yeah. oh no, not talk yeah. about rabbits. Yeah, uh, that this was. I think this was before we heard the whole rabbit thing, or at least it got. But she would know about Harvey. Yeah, she would. Yeah. But the audience didn't yeah. at that point. Yeah, but they're all looking, and you see all these people <laughs> who are just like. Looking with their teacups, and you know, nobody's having a good time. This is funny though, because this is what you used to do. Mm. Uh, this was a bang like, Saturday. This is this uh. is what people used to do though. This yeah. is what Saturdays people would call on each other, and yeah. this is what entertainment was. Someone would play the piano, right. and someone else would sing. Right. And ladies would sit around and drink tea, and then afterwards they would play cards. And then I guess gossip about and everybody. gossip about everybody, and and have like tea cakes. Yeah. And then they would leave after a couple of hours, and that's what a, what a banging Saturday was. Kind of sounds like visiting grandma's house, but <laughs> yes. not with tea or anything. Just like, uh, hey, there's a TV on in the background. Well, well, what would happen is people would leave a card. Yeah. At, calling card. At, yeah, yeah, calling card at someone's house to, to do that. Because that way you could call upon someone else yeah. at a different time on a different Saturday mm-hmm. and do it all over again at somebody else's house. Yeah, call me at this number, not not the other number. That's the old Speaking number. of cards, yes. um, <laughs> Elwood always gives a card and it's one of those, I may give you one of my cards. I spent a lot of money down at Kinko's for you. Yeah. I'm going to give them out. Let me give you those here. No, you can call me at that. To the point where he has the old number still here. No, call me at this one. No, call me at that one. That's the old one. I wonder if that implies yeah. he didn't give out a lot of them yet. But he seems to be giving them out like candy now. No, but he's good. Very true. Now. He had too many printed. Now he's here's like, a, oh, oh, call here, me at this number. 
Here's a thought here, though. Did anybody catch where this was in the setting? Like, New York, Chicago? I... No, I wasn't I sure. Didn't I don't think actually. I caught. Yeah. Where, where are we? Okay. Chicago. Now the town, the movie. I didn't made... think it was set anywhere specific. <laughs> um, okay, this is why I got the trivia. The movie made this as sort of an anywhere, any place. Yeah. Like it could go anywhere. In the mo in the props from the play, it was actually found, and people are putting them online. You have a, they found a prop that had Elwood P. Dowd's card, and it's a 706 number. Uh, 706 okay. is Northern Georgia. Huh. Huh. And I'm like, oh, damn. So he must have been quite warm in that coat. Yeah. Oh, my. But that's the play. It's right. just, just an interesting tidbit, though. Huh. Huh. Yeah. But, okay, but that's not, that's not actually that surprising, then. Yeah. Because, well, I don't know if it was like that back then, but uh, a lot of movies and mm. such film in Georgia because there are so many tax breaks. Yes. So yes. that's starting to change now because even Massachusetts is trying to uh, change the tax laws for that. Right. So that's why we're trying to get more and more people to film around here. Yeah. Because they're trying to change the laws to get tax breaks around here. Yeah. So, um, well, I just learned that, actually. Didn't the long-lost aunt actually do end up saying, oh, bless your heart? Yes, she yes, did. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes. that's actually kind of funny. Yes, yes, yes What was her did. name again? Uh, she had another one of those weird names. Yeah. Um, one of them just, old lady names. Just yeah. remember, if someone with a southern accent says, bless your heart, it's not a compliment. It's not no, a compliment. it's not. Um, no. 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 Uh, what happens when they say it to each other? Do they be all like, <gasps> Oh, they know. Oh, they know. They know. They know. Yeah. They're that's just the being polite, real passive that's aggressive That's a polite way of saying fuck you. Yeah. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. It was like, oh, the, the aunt was Aunt Ethel Shavanagh. See? Uh, yeah. Okay. Ethel, yeah. Oh, and Ethel, it's very nice to see you. It's nice to see your face. I'd like to meet my friend Harvey, and then she basically bolts out the door. Yeah. She, I've never seen a actor in black and white look like they've blanched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh. Was, yeah. A, that was a great act. That was yeah. a fantastic yeah, I, facial yeah. expression. She basically sprints for that door and immediately flees the movie. I just remembered something, and everybody else is fleeing as well. Mm -hmm. But that was... Uh, I gotta I give props to that act. I've got man. a dog in... No, that was a different I, thing. I, I forgot. My, my dog's in the oven. I've got to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got one of my headaches. Well, well he's just introducing people to Harvey, and I'm like, okay, if you're in that, I'm just thinking to myself, like, I've been in stuff where, like, I've gone through it in my life. Like, my grandmother was in, not in a ritzy society, but my grandfather had a pretty decent trucking business mm -hmm. and you know every once in a while you know business owners all get together and their wives get together yeah. and my grandmother learned as time went on going this is not fun mm -hmm. this is not fun at all and then I'm thinking I got dragged to one as a kid and then my dad came and dragged me out or I think it was an uncle or a cousin or something he was like okay let's go do something fun like come on let's go let's get the hell out of here and I'm thinking to myself, if I was in there all bored and then all of a sudden Elwood comes in going, let me show you my invisible rabbit. It's like, I'm down. I'm having a great day. I went to a super ritzy school. Yeah. So I got stuck doing all yeah. these stupid things. Yeah. Mm. And 
Yeah. Mm. No, no, I never got to see the guy with the fucking six foot rabbit. Yeah. So everyone just sitting around like, oh look, we're having tea with scones. It's like no, no, oh, no. We yeah. didn't get to do the tea with scones. I had to sit around doing all these stupid ass fundraisers, and man, they sucked. I mean, free food is nothing to sneeze yeah. at. When you're seven, yeah, though, it's scones? still yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I don't like scones. Scones no. are actually really good. I think they're. Oh, they have chocolate chips. Depends on yeah. who, you, who makes it. They're yeah. bland as shit and they're dry as a bad yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, who makes it? I think I only had them with chocolate chips, so. Chocolate chips, uh, cranberry, and orange ones are actually delicious. Yeah. Uh, yeah it depends on who makes them. Yeah, yeah, Where I, do you I, even I, find a scone anymore? I, I, Down the street from us at the Boston Bakery. Panera Bread also yeah. makes them too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with both of you. Depends on who does it, but honestly, I'm not a fan either. I love a yeah. donut. I had yeah. a I had a coworker who yeah. used to make me scones all the time, and she was. So My good. uncle Roger used to live used yeah. to live above the New Boston Bakery. No shit, huh? Yep. Damn. There. So they ruined the party here, and then uh, Myrtle May arranged a secret. Vita uh, finally gets the arrangement, saying, "You know what? Let's go ahead and get Elwood committed." And they, and let's go through. Okay, we're gonna go for a drive later. And then she talks to Judge Gaffney, who Judge Gaffney, who is a lawyer, who is a lawyer, and is apparently well, an yeah. item with yeah. Uh, yeah. with Vita. Sort of. Kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Now Josephine Hall, her husband died in 1918 in real life. Okay. Yeah. You know, died of I believe it was Spanish flu, and Ooh. she never oh. remarried. And, um, yeah, it was that pandemic. Oh, Funny enough, geez. Spanish yeah. flu didn't start in Spain. Yeah. It started here. Yeah, and then the, you know, he died there, but she requested that every role that she played, she wouldn't, I don't think there were very many, I didn't go too deep, but she had a lot of roles where she was a single or a widowed woman. Okay. And, you know, and then so it played the fact, and I think... Judge Omar Gaffney very clearly had a thing for her. Yes. I don't think there was a relationship. No. Like, he's trying to play along and hopefully it'll be something. Right. Oh, well, girl, I did there. Because I got the sense that he was a widow and he's just thirsty. It was the sense, yeah, that he was interested, but yeah. Um, yeah. it wasn't really going nowhere. No. Like, oh, oh, Vader, what do you need? Vader, okay, good. Yeah. Oh, Judge, I need you to go ahead and do this, and they're going to get him committed. And they have a talk, and then also it's brought up that um, Elwood brings Harvey over to the judge's office, and you know, so he's all so into this, and they're they, they're kind aware of just had of enough. It. Yeah, they're aware of it. <laughs> kind of enough, but then um, they go through it, and they say, okay, let's go off in the into the distance for a little while and you know we're just going to go ahead and make arrangements elwood sits in the library and he brings up sense and sensibility yep. and after starts finding, reading it. after finding the rum behind it yeah. i do i do like the fact that he brings and he actually shows like the publishing company mm -hmm. and oh, no, what, no, what edition it is which I started laughing because I was like, oh, they want to know exactly what edition it yeah. is. I know, the usual and, acknowledgements. Yeah. <laughs> There's all things. I can't do his voice. I, really oh, I don't want to set off Chino, but I could do it. But <laughs> so the it's Chino's not a fan of impressions. But, yeah. uh, you know, where we have sense of sensibility, which is also about people who move in with a rich uncle and they're trying to deal with his eccentricities <laughs> as well. Ah. I'm like, 
ah, perfect. Okay, that that's pretty cool. I gotta get that. This is reference humor. Yeah, and they're gonna go take a ride, and they haven't taken a ride. Oh, we were just out there say, telling Harvey we haven't gone for a drive in quite a while. But yet they're in a taxi, which is interesting. I also love that Elwood is looking out the back. Yep. Like, oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's having a good time. Yeah, and he's not exactly perceptive. No. No. He's, pretty, he's, he's kind a pretty of simple guy. It, just, Innocent. it feels, it feels yeah. like he kind of broke a little bit when his when his mother died. Like, he... he okay, he, yeah. He, there's, there's a few arguments could be made about... At the actuality of Harvey. The yeah. word trauma yes. yeah. is brought he seemed, up. He seems yeah. like a bit of a broken bird, and that could be where Harvey came from. Yeah. Or but... Harvey could actually be a goddamn puka who yeah. met up with him under a lamppost after he <laughs> yeah. put his drunk friend in a, in a cab. Oh, I think he was yes. a bit spiff tonight. Oh, yeah. I think Harvey is, uh, I don't want to say malevolent, but he's, he seems to like fucking with people. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what that's pukas the, do. That's he's what the kind, do. Yeah, exactly what pukas do. I mean, do you think he's trying to make a fool out of Elwood? I think he has, he takes a little bit of pleasure out of it. He, Definitely. It Like, if if we're going on the theory that, uh, that you know, uh, Harvey is a real puka and he's physically and all that there... Yeah. It may have started as him trying to screw over this this dumb mortal. But then yeah. they started to but, like him. But they started to like him because it's like together they can, can screw you, over even more people. It's like, but how can no, you not like Elwood? He's yeah. just having a he good time. He just likes him. That's the thing. He, yeah. he just likes him because he's not a regular mortal. Yeah. He's just very... He's just a very easygoing, yeah. kind of innocent, kind dude. Nah, and he's, he's there to have a good time. And actually, funny enough, I just remembered this, is the, when I went for the interview for the job I have now, I had corresponding emails, and I used quotes from, from Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> in my signature at the bottom of the page and it was there's one at the bottom that I did and I didn't know the person who would be my boss eventually at the end was a, is a massive Jimmy Stewart fan nice yeah, and so it just really worked and there was one when I get to it later I'll um when I get to that particular quote there'll be other things but it'll be some time but it's um you know, so they're at the sanitarium at Chumley's Rest, and this is definitely something that is way, like, okay, pulls you right out of it because you don't have these anymore. It's like Chumley's yeah. Rest. Isn't Chumley one of the guys from uh, Pawn Stars? Yeah, you yeah. say that, and I keep thinking Chumley. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh Chumley's my. Rest, you just lay your head on her giant thighs. Right, yeah. so that you keep saying that, and I'm like, okay, so, so we play Street Fighter now? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> okay, that is that would be a good fantasy casting, mm. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. For a joke. <laughs> I was thinking Chumley's rest. Oh yeah, we gotta commit my brother. The best I can do is throw your sister in the in the bathtub. And <laughs> oh a helicopter kick her into the tub. I give you camper back home. And Vita just keeps changing sides left and right in this She's bloody movie. So yeah. freaking because oh. I think Vita also has that trauma because there's the portrait of the mother. Yes. And she's dealing with this trauma as well because she's got to set her daughter straight. But she has Elwood, who is just happy to have anyone around. Yep. Elwood, who brings random people over for dinner. All and the saying, time. Cool, let's just go, come on down for dinner. Let's do this. We're having... 
we're having a few friends over very informally. Would you like to come along? And they're like, oh, okay. And he's like, when? What I, time? I want to see this. Right. Because goddamn, this has got to be cool. Right? <laughs> Just having like a bunch of random people show up and her going, no, just are you what are you going to see with these people? Because I want to see a sequel where it's like, okay, call it Elwood's Dinner. Right? And just see these people <laughs> looking around and you're like... Just show up. Yeah, just like, oh, God, come on in. Okay, we're having rolls. <laughs> and like, it just, you know... I made just, biscuits. Yeah. I just picturing, <laughs> I have a nice hot dog for you. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, because it's good bar food. Right. Like, yeah. Would you like nachos? How about some pretzels? They're they're the good kind. We have a lot of nachos. <laughs> like, I the Simpsons when he met Gerald Ford. Want to come over to my house and we'll have beer and nachos? Yes, Mr. Ford. <laughs> that was a great episode. Uh, so when they're talking, they're with Dr. Lyman. the they're with Dr. Um, Lyman Lyman Sa- Sanderson. And we have Dr. Chumley. Dr. Lyman Sanderson is the one who sees everybody. Dr. Chumley does not. Yes. And Dr. Chumley has not seen anyone in 15 years. Yes. But he runs the whole place. And there's a beautiful interaction, you know, where, hey, come on, I want to come. (laughs) Wilson taking taking out one upstairs. Hey, I want to come out and give you a bath. Okay. Yeah, he's like, come on, you. Sure, let's do this. Sure, why not? I just (laughs) the the part with this doctor, Doctor Lyman Sanderson, Sanderson, whatever his name is, (laughs) pissed me off. This part pissed me off because at first he's like, you know, the the nurse sits down with her, takes all the information, gets um, uh, gets the brother whose name completely just flew out of my head because it's terrible. Named Elwood, yes. Thinking Elwood J. Blues, that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> wow. oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> completely, yeah, <laughs> wrong character, completely. But yes, um, gets Elwood upstairs, and the nurse is sitting down and taking all the information, and then the doctor comes and brings her in, and then everything gets turned on its head. Yeah. Because immediately he thinks. That it's not the brother. Yeah. It's her. Right. Because she won't because stop ranting. Now, about granted, yes, a rabbit. She about won't a rabbit. stop ranting about the rabbit. But the nurse comes in and he's like, "Oh no, it's not the brother that's that's being committed. It's her." Right. And my first gut reaction is, "You misogynistic son of a bitch." Yeah. And my you're not, you're, first reaction. Actually, not yeah. to defend him, but she did not help her cause. She at didn't, but all. she's a scatterbrain. Yeah. That that but I was like, you asshole. No, you're not supposed to like Dr. Sanderson. I immediately did. Yeah, you're so. not supposed to because he you know, it's not seen right away, but you do see Nurse Kelly and him have had some of have fling before. Yes. Nurse Kelly, the actress played by Peggy uh, is Peggy Dow, who was twenty two at this time. Mm-hmm. And you have Charles Drake, who is about 15 years older. Yeah, Dr. Squarejaw. Yeah, (laughs) actually perfect. Yeah, That's, you know, and then, you know, where they talk about how she used to see Harvey, and yes, she, you know, she's the mental case because she's breaking down, and she says it flat out. I am the one, you know, I have 
Sometimes out of I see him. Yeah, sometimes too. I see him when he's there. She's yeah. so stressed out. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, now it's like all of this is converging down. Her mother died. She's there. She has to go ahead and get the daughter started. They moved from Wisconsin, I believe, back to wherever they actually are in this yeah. town. Significantly moved. So I guess they really haven't been here that long. No, they haven't been here that long. She's yeah. widowed. Her mother yeah. died. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's got and, all this and stuff and on top You got the of crazy her. brother who has a bunch of money who drinks and, you know, Do hangs you around here. they have to move because of him before? I think, yeah, I would say so. Like, if it yeah. gets around town everywhere, yeah. they might be outcasts? Yeah, I think it I think it says that. Yeah, I think you're I right, probably. I don't know if they ever... Well, I, don't I think, think they've... Because yeah. they said that, that that's, yeah. that's their ancestral home. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, and they he, have and said he that. never... Okay. He never wrote about Harvey. He never said anything. Right. So this is like all this is coming around. I'm thinking that this and the um, the 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 painting they have is the prized possession, and you don't get you know especially when a a, a close relative dies, mm -hmm. you don't get rid of their stuff. No. Not right away, no. you know, at all. I mean, it's not uncommon to carry, you know, to really hold on to it. I think they've, well, they've been there. I mean, I'd say maybe a few months, if that, you know. I, I think they've been there a little bit longer than that. Yeah. I think they've been there maybe a year. Because okay. um, the reason I say that is because this is not the first time that yeah. they've had, you know, this situation. She, she knows the judge well enough yeah. to have been mm, um, okay okay yeah you know, i think yeah. they've been there at least yeah. at least a year yeah um just to have a plan in motion to get these people over yeah. she's had to open up her social circle enough to have these people come by so she's she's met all of these people before it's in the paper that she's having this social circle to her house and she writes the pay uh, yeah she so, writes columns too yeah right so she's yeah. she's been there she's involved in the yeah. In enough good to point. have these people, so she's been there for about a year. I want to good, say. Good, good point. Good, um, good point. No, no. No, I don't think much longer than that. But yeah, yeah I want to say she's invested enough time that she's been there this long. Yeah. But enough to be frustrated. Yeah. And not dealing with any of her own stuff either. Right. She's dealing yeah. with Elwood. She's dealing with her daughter, but she's not facing the stuff that she's had to. Yeah. Her mother so never they, told her about Elwood's. Elwood's issue. Harvey, yeah. She's. I thought that was because after she died. Yeah, but yeah. she never Started wrote off. about it. She never yeah. told her about it at all. Any letters that they've written to each other while she was out. Yeah. I didn't think Harvey was even in the picture before the mother died. Well, it's also, I think, there's another part of it, though. It's also kind of odd because I think he's had issues. He's always you know, been a little he's, off. Because it's established in this scene that he's 42, and then there's the line, you know, for 35 years, I've been battling reality. I'm happy to say I've I've worn I've won out on it. Yeah. And you know, so you think, okay, at least he's seven. At seven years old, something happened. Yeah. You know, it's something at that point. Yeah. And when we get to it later, I have a theory on this that could explain quite a bit. Mm. But at least my own personal. He never so. mentioned a dad. He did. He did? did mention yeah. a dad. Oh. Yeah. Um, but he. He died. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, well, actually, you just said that, actually, it's part of it might, uh, it might get it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have it that he says later, he's like, how, Sanderson asked, 
Elwood is like, have you had a friend who, uh, or a childhood friend, or have you had someone, a distant relative, who might have been named Harvey? Or anyone who says no, you know, and he has another, you know, Ed Hinckley, or another, another, another chum that might have been, oh, these are all great people, I did. I what think was his, your father's name, John? I think his father's name was Harvey. No, it no it's John. John. His father's name is John. His middle name. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was one name I think would have been that. So I think he. Just, I thought the same thing. Yeah. But he would have said if his father's name was his middle name was uh, Henry. Harvey. Uh, Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Drew. He would have said he would have said okay. jo- uh, Jonathan Harvey something or whatever. Okay. Absolutely. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would keep that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So these are the events right now that actually go ahead and go through everything. But you, you did bring up a point that I got a little confused on, though, when he said his father's name. Yeah. Because his father's last name is not his last name. Right. Yeah. I yeah. got a little confused there. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, time out, hold up. Yeah. His last name is, is Dodds. Is Dowd. Dowds. Yep. See, I'm terrible with names. Yeah. But I did pick Dowd. up on the fact that his last name is not the same as his father's. Yeah, right. yeah. Because his father's last name is... John Stiverson? Yeah, Stiverson. Yeah. Is it a very... It's... Wait, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Why is his father's last name different than his? Yeah, yeah right? John Stiverson also, uh, it's Veda's last name is Simmons, which we assume a is name. a married name, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I didn't find the reason why. I I, I didn't find that, because I, I, I caught that too. I thought she was, like, widowed or something. Yeah. Well, that's, I figured that. I figured that was her married name, and that's the widowed yeah. name. Yeah. So I could, yeah, I could but pass why that her, one off. But why, is, why is he Dowd and Stiverson as his father? But also, we never really know about his mom, you know, right. with, with all that either. And that's that's a very, very interesting point. You know, now, and, um, you know, these events right now that, that are, these are the ones that set the entire thing in motion. Mm-hmm. Veda is thrown into the path and... Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Ah, uh, crazy broad! I had to go ahead and get her corset off by myself. What the uh, hell? And yeah. it's mistakenly weird. <laughs> Shumley has to get involved. Sanderson is fired, and he has to go set this all straight because they're going to get sued, okay. or they may get sued. The corset thing made me laugh because there is actually a very quick little scene mm-hmm. at the very beginning of the movie. When uh, all the ladies actually start coming to the house, yeah. um, uh, uh, Myrtle May actually goes to open the door while uh, uh, while the mother is on the phone with right. the judge. When she hangs up with the judge, Myrtle May is letting the ladies in, and <laughs> and the sister goes to to like greet them, and as she's walking, she has to adjust her girdle. Yeah. And I laughed hysterically <laughs> at that part because it is so true. <laughs> it is one of those that I, I know they added it in for the comic effect, yeah. but it is so unbelievably true that you have to adjust because really? it gets so uncomfortable when you have all of these things underneath these clothes and especially uh, those times where there's layers there's upon so layers. There's so many layers upon yeah. layers upon layers. And any woman who's ever worn a pair of Spanx will understand. Mm. I, what are Spanx? Oh, God. Be thankful you don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Tight pants? Yeah. Spanx are essentially girdles um, that are 
Oh. Like a full body girdle. Oh. Like long underwear, kind of. Yes, except that they hold in everything. Mm. They make everything look nice. Oh, okay. Mm. I always thought they were like, I don't know, yoga pants or something. No. Yoga pants are yoga pants. These these are the things that you wear under a dress to make everything look smooth and nice and give you shape. Mm. So, as they move down, they move around town, um, Chumley has to get involved, but there's a beautiful scene, and I found this hysterically funny. Mrs. Chumley comes into the sanitarium. <laughs> yes. Elwood's picking Woo-hoo. up flowers, and... She doesn't really put together that he might be a patient. Right. And the fact like, oh, can I go ahead and take you for a drink? I like you, Mrs. Chumley. So nice. Oh, you want a She's flower? She's just kind of concerned about him uh, yeah. trampling the flowers. The flowers. Yeah. Yeah. You're on my husband's prize roses. What the hell? <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh that's okay. Oh, well, all right. I kind of like this. And, you know, they're going around town and, you know, try to do that. It seems so swell. Yeah. Now, they're at back at the house. You have Vera, uh, Veda, who gets back into the picture. And, you know, she, they, after they're all discombobulated, running around, she ran out of there. Got her clothes, ran out of there as quickly as she could. Like a frightened hyena, I believe was the the line. (laughs) And she explains the whole thing and what's going on, and then Chumley comes in, and but Elwood brings the picture of him and Harvey, and Harvey's not around right now. Harvey just Harvey took off. Harvey took off, and he's a little uh, yeah. He's not upset about it, but he's looking for him. Like, have you seen Harvey? Have yeah. You seen Harvey? Yeah. Harvey? He'll come around. Yeah. He'll come around at this point, and I think we see the first sign that Harvey's around. Because the library doors open yes. a bit and then come back together. Nobody else is controlling that. What's really funny, too, is those library doors look an awful lot like our, our Holy doors. Holy shit, yeah, you're right. The, the, the locking mechanism and everything on them, we noticed that. It was really funny because huh. they are very, very close to, uh, to our sliding doors that we have here. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Because this house is extremely old. So those sliding doors are awful, awful old. So, yeah, it's very funny. We were looking at like, whoa, those doors look amazingly similar to mine, don't they? <laughs> now I'm like, I don't want those doors to open and close by themselves, okay? Wait. <laughs> like the dishwasher thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Right. Harvey, right. do not turn on my dishwasher at 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. I forgot about that story. Uh, and here we have one of the most important lines in the entire movie, uh, where I don't know when we originally watched this. I know, Kaz, this is part that really stuck on you quite uh-huh. a bit. Um, where Chumley comes around to try to explain everything, and they're <laughs> trying to find where Elwood might be. Elwood takes off, where they're trying to find Harvey, of course. He's going back to Charlie's, but he goes and talks to Mr. Cracker, where he wants to have his original booth. 
And, you know, can I have my booth, please? And we'll go, okay, I'm expecting some guests. Okay, fine. He takes off, but he leaves the painting uh, there that's covering up the... Uh, painting of the mother. The painting of the mom. Well, I'm just going to use a different... <laughs> well, like, you know, like the, basically, like, the prized possession of the house. Yeah. And, you know, the big, you know, like, the, the glue, uh, the mental glue. Like, right. the mom's still watching, but he right. covers it up, and that's important. But she says to Chumley... It's our dreams that separate us from the animals. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. And to me, that was like, that's a very, very, very powerful line because yep. it's true. Yep. It's our dreams, our creativity, and everything else we do that separates us. But I thought there was more to it than that. No. Are you looking at the... No, I'm just doing the it The lines, it was... Um, oh, there was a very... It was a, a decent-sized monologue. Yeah, it's that. a very good monologue. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get to the point where... People will not, um, if you, you want to look it up and say that's fine. But um, it, people will have to listen to it to really get it. But it's just where she's halfway defending Elwood. Oh, okay. And, yeah. The painting shows not only the reality, but the dream behind it. It's our dreams, Doctor, that carry us on. They separate us from the beasts. I wouldn't want to go on living if I thought it was all just eating and sleeping and taking my clothes off. I, I mean, putting them on. <laughs> And it's it's a beautifully well delivered line because honestly that is the truth because she's halfway defending Elwood at this point where mm-hmm. she starts saying it and then where Elwood calls and she's they're trying to say oh Harvey's in the tub in he's the upstairs yeah. you know they go okay well, but no yes. but Harvey walked into Charlie's no he's okay oh, he's, he's here, here. You, have well, you, you have a stranger in the, in the tub okay and then she starts going she tells Myrtle May like oh we should check the bathtub. <laughs> Did you find out who that stranger is? <laughs> and then she realizes oh! she's talking about her own delusion. Yeah. That's so funny. It's, it's the two steps and, ooh, that gets me. <laughs> that was so funny. That gets me every shot. It is there because that's my grandmother. Oh, my God. That, that, yeah, I know you're realizing it now, right? <laughs> that's my grandmother to a T. She just realizes something she says. And da, da, oh, like the brain just suddenly just caught up. Just gets it. <laughs> And it's just that, and it's like it's something Dan would say. I get it. Yep. Like it. Ah, <laughs> uh, then so you oh, are. I just like that part too because she it, she's talking about mm-hmm. all this, not realizing that the painting the painting's been covered up. Mm-hmm. And then it's when she turns her head because the doctor at this point has already seen that the painting she's talking about is is. A, He's of Elwood and the rabbit. Yeah. And he's looking at her like, okay, this lady's nuts. Yeah. And then she sees the painting and almost faints. Yeah. And she's like, that's not my mother. And he's like, oh, thank God you realize that's not your mom. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was just like, okay. Thank God for that. Yeah. I was like, oh, because I was like, is this going to be another one of these freaking misunderstandings? Yeah. Like, they're, they're going to think this lady's crazy again and then, like, re uh, lock her up. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. they're not. Okay, good. Okay, here we go. All right. Now, also, there's a beautiful thing with Myrtle May and uh, Wilson are getting together. And this Over egg, egg and onion. Hey, you want to get to know each other a little better, kid? <laughs> you know, like it, it's a little weird that he's calling her kid. Right. To a degree, and I'm like, what is happening here? Right. I, like, I don't know. You look at the actress, and you can tell that she's not that young. No. No, 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 but she does have the hair that makes her seem younger. Right, right. You know, and it kind of gave me a, uh, I just remember, like, there's a movie uh, you and I know, um, 
It was a, like she she looked like a grown up version of like the nineteen thirty eight movie with a little girl who's a serial killer but you never see. Bad seed. Bad seed. Yeah. Yes. And she looked kind of like her. Yes, a little bit. To a degree, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> that great movie. Oh yeah, no, very very Such good. Yeah. So where they're trying to find him, and they we have this beautiful thing. They're going around and they're going around town, but they eventually track Elwood down to Charlie's and they confront them when he's alone. Or so they seem. Was, maybe yeah. he's not. Maybe he is. And this beautiful scene all together is just fantastic. You you learn a lot about yeah. um you learn a lot about Elwood in this scene. You do. You learn a lot about him as a person, yeah. not as a uh, not as this like crackpot that everybody seems to think he is. Yeah. Is this the part where he mentions that he used to know how to dance? Yeah. yeah. I used to know some dances. I used to know the flea hop, the lindy. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, and the, you know, I've forgotten all he of them, starts really. to, He starts to flirt with a, yeah. Yeah. I, a little bit of flirting. It's, I, it's a light flirt. You think it's a flirt? It's definitely a flirt. Okay. I thought he was kind of in on trying to get the nurse and the doctor oh, together. Oh, yeah. he's definitely trying to get them together, but he's also making her feel good about herself. Yeah, yeah. He, he does he often compliments. To, yeah. to hold her hand. Yeah. Any guy who asks to hold your hand, even mm. for a little while, it's flirting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Miss Kelly, I don't like to see you stand. Please he's, sit. It yeah. seems like he's got some anxiety about people standing over him. Yeah. Considering he's so freaking tall, I can kind of understand. Well, yeah. yeah I can kind of see just Jimmy Stewart in general not liking people standing taller yeah. than him. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a little bit above average height and I can understand that. I'm so used to it, so... Yeah, I, I can understand that, too, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, there. So, with Vita's help, they uh, they get to the bar, and then there's this beautiful scene where they, you know, the Dr. Sanderson and and uh, Kelly start dancing again. Mm-hmm. And, and they lose you know, track of them. Yeah, so yeah. he kind of slips yeah. out. Yeah, and, just like, and the oh, orderly Mr. Wilson keeps thinking he's gonna snap and kill somebody, <laughs> yeah. or he, that he's already killed the doctor. Yeah, because they learn yeah. at this point oh, that the God, doctor. God, Charlie could be in a pool of blood in an alley somewhere. Right, they think they've already learned at this point that the doctor, the doctor's had some sort of existential crisis because yeah. the doctor showed up four hours previously yeah. to talk to Elwood, and. He was supposed to go to a party with his wife. He was supposed to go to a party with his wife. That did not happen. He showed up to try to get Elwood to go to the, you know, sanitarium with him. And instead, they had a conversation about Harvey. And then suddenly... And that's some lady, and he got kicked out. Yeah, apparently he saw Harvey. And then he saw a lady sitting at a different table that he knew. Right. And went up to her and basically reintroduced himself to her. And then the gentleman that she was with got upset yeah. that he was talking to her, told him to go back to his table, escorted him back to his table, and then got grumpy that he was still sitting at that table over there. So they left. And then they decided, him, uh, the doctor and Elwood decided that it would probably be best if they go to a different bar, yeah. which they did. And then, somehow or another, the doctor decided to leave with Harvey. Yeah. And then Elwood went back to Charlie's. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much what happened. Perfectly summarized. Yes. Perfectly summarized. So, 
Dr. Sanderson also calls calls Miss Kelly by her first name. Yes. You know, and it's like I wasn't dancing just to be polite. I was dancing to get closer to you. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. at first they were kind of hostile to each yeah. other because they obviously had a relationship that wasn't didn't work didn't out. Didn't work, yeah. Soured, yeah. So, yeah. like, when he's talking about, oh, when, when I leave, I'll, I'll miss all the psychos and stuff. And she's yeah, all like, like douchebag. Yeah. What about me, you know? Yeah. I'll miss all the neurotics, neuroses, Neuros psychos, and everything. Psychos yeah. and yeah. schizos and whatever. And Dan was pissed at that point, too. He was like, oh, yeah, you're a great doctor to call them all of these things. And it's like, it's the 50s, man. It's yeah. like... I work in a clinic, and I can I tell you sometimes they do say that I still. Know, I know, But it's not out in an open. Right. It you is, shouldn't it, say it out loud. Yeah, you it's not out in an open. I mean, it's, a, it's Don't say it. very closed, non-recorded quarters. Right. Not, like, if it, if it ever gets that far. It's like, you but, say it in your head. Don't say it yeah, out loud. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, I've had a lot of talks like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Elwood, you know, actually explains how he met Harvey several nights ago. We're putting Ed Hecky into a bar. <laughs> and all of this. And he just, was a bit spiffed. Yeah, Ed Hecky was looking a bit like... But it's also... Is that where spiffy comes from? Here's, here's the weird part of it. Jimmy Stewart seems to do an impression of what he see, he hears Harvey say. Yes. And then doing it, like, well, her dick was very much spiff today. Like, and it's just so weird because it sounds like what somebody who, somebody who can't do a Jimmy Stewart impression. That's what they sound like. Thank you. It sounds like Jimmy Stewart doing a Jimmy Stewart impression. Yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> You're just there, like, oh. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I'm sure. Stewartception. And this beautiful thing where he's like explaining it all. Oh, what was Harvey? Oh, well, you how know, they first met. how he got it, how they, how they got together, what happened, and then how he learned just, his name. Just saw a giant rabbit standing yeah. under a light post. Yeah, yeah. Light post. of course. Instead, when you see a six foot three, you know, giant yeah. rabbit standing under a light post, you're gonna go over and talk to it yeah. because that's normal. And I think the beautiful line of it is, he's like, well, you know, I didn't think twice of it because living in a town this small, it doesn't Everybody's not, it's not uncommon that anybody knows your name. I'm like, all right, like, all right, dude, I'm in. Like, yeah, I, you know what, I couldn't understand that, but it's the, that's not the part that got me. Mm. It's the six foot three mm. talking white rabbit that got yeah. me. Right. I mean, One, hey, you know what, if I saw Spider-Man standing under a light post and he called my name, I would still be a little confused. I could generally see why you're confused, but that's also the fact is is that we're also seeing it from Elwood's point of view. True. You know, is that it's you know the 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 white rabbit doesn't matter. True. But if <laughs> if Ed Hickey was so spiff that he had to be poured into a cab, he was probably the one that. You know, that he came with him and you know and then hung out with him for a while. So how loaded was Elwood? Point. In general, like, it's point. Yeah. How loaded was he at that point? He's like, at uh, that point, you know what? Yeah, okay, that six foot right rabbit is talking to me. Yeah. Yep, that's the normal yeah. it's it's like Tuesday. A, it's yeah. like the old like Looney Tunes, like the yeah. uh, the Adventures of the Tiny Elephant. Yeah. You remember that that yeah, oh! yeah, 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 yeah. And there's this one drunk who's kind of stumbling out of a bar all south, and he sees this tiny elephant and does the trumpet at him, and he grabs his watch, he looks at it, and he goes, you're late. <laughs> and it wanders off and goes, funny, they always used to be pink. Well, I mean, if you started seeing a giant rabbit, wouldn't you kind of want to know what the deal with that is? Uh, I mean, you go okay. up and be I like, know, do you think this is the basis for Donnie Darko? 
I mean, probably. I want to see a okay. crossover. There is. With Alice in Wonderland, because now I got yeah. White Rabbit stuck in my head. It was pure coincidence. Is that there's, there were several parallels to Donnie Darko yeah. in this movie. Yeah, there's. A lot of it there. And the, the creator of Donnie Darko said that there was nothing. It's pure coincidence. I call bullshit. Yeah, that's I call nice. bullshit because Donnie Darko is a dark version of this movie. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's an oh, absolute yeah. dark version. Because I've seen that many times. <laughs> I watched Donnie version. Darko. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is Elwood. Oh, fuck yeah. It is Elwood, and there's you know, and that beautiful line, what's a fuck ass? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so do you think, like, Alice is the opposite of Elwood because she's chasing the rabbit rather than the rabbit coming to her? That's a good point. Hmm. That's a really, really good point. Huh? <laughs> Go ask Elwood! <laughs> it was a long time know. ago that I saw Donnie Darko, and I was... <laughs> Um, inebriated, so yeah. I don't remember very much. Yeah, it was. Mm. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I think anyone who had angst in early 2000s mm. watched oh, it. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I could <laughs> not tell you what happened because I was angsty, I. but you know. Yeah, neither Welcome could I. Welcome to 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Man, um, yeah. Seriously, yeah, yeah. I remember pieces. Yeah, I, I, fuck, I can't remember either. I don't either. think there was too much of a rabbit in there, yeah. though. There well, was. Well, yeah, was he, he was talking bit, to a rabbit. It's a dark version of this movie. Um, and it was so, I mean, they, you know, um, they eventually get him to go back to Chumley's rest. But there's where you see a few hours later, Marvin Chumley returns to the sanitarium. And he seems a little freaked out. He's yeah. freaked He's a out. little rattled. He's freaked out. And you have... He's looking around the, everywhere. Yeah, and, like he's you being know. followed. And this is the yeah. best thing because this is yeah. when you actually kind of see real definitive proof. Yeah, that yeah. Harvey exists. And Herman, at this point, yeah. Joss leaned across the couch and started grabbing at my shoulder. Dip, 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 dip. Look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And where you see it, and you see the door opens, the other door opens up the Chumley's on like there. I'm like, it. ah, here we go. I'm like, here comes the Faye. There we go. Come. There we are. And He's got your name, thing. motherfucker. You and even, the, whole yeah. the whole thing about wanting to yeah. like, know what's up if you see a six-foot rabbit leaning on a lamppost, yeah. that is why I would probably end up kidnapped by the Fae, yeah, because yeah. I am too curious for my own good. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, when mm. we go to visit Boston and I hear, like, an altercation, I turn and I look at it. Yeah. Just out of pure, just... Reflex. I turn and look at it. It's like, no, motherfucker, that's how you get shot. Like, I'm too curious for my own Don't goal. follow the sounds of gunshots. You walk away. Oh, yeah. I'm going to walk away from it, but I am going to look in the direction I thought it came from. I yeah. have learned from, from experience. Yeah. You walk away. Yeah. You don't look. You don't, you don't react. You walk away. Um. Trust me. Yeah, and sometimes you do need to walk away, but sometimes you do need to help. Elwood's not a guy who really would walk away because he's way too curious himself. That's mm -hmm. true. Yeah, so they're at the sanitarium, and here's a beauty part of it where they're all rushing in, the alarms are going off. Yeah. Herman <laughs> has done that, and what's Elwood doing? Picking flowers. Picking flowers. Uh, hey, that's kind of cool. I mean, he's just there having a good time. Yeah. It's like, if, if Harvey is he's a puka, if Harvey is a fae, hmm. I've, I swear, he, he showed up initially to screw with Elwood and then mm. kind of watched him and went, Oh, well, Aww, I can't. Yeah. He's cute. I can't. This guy's this. fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's nice. I'll fuck with everybody around him. Yeah. 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 It's fine. It's like, I like this guy. 
And they, Chumley's disheveled, and when the others arrive, they, you know, Chumley's in his office inviting Elwood in, and the private conversation that Chumley says, okay, Harvey's real. I want to go to Akron. And he, he explains <laughs> his very... Yeah. His various powers and what he can do, how he can oh, stop, a like clock. stop a clock. Yeah, how he could stop a clock, how he could transport somebody through time, forever Make time. Make time stop. And then send anyone to a destination anywhere they like. And, you know, through this as well is, you know, he does this beautiful, beautiful line here where he's like, Oh, you know, my, I gotta tell you what happened here, Chumley, you know. You know, my mother used to say, I would, <coughs> you, always I would, me you know, I, you should always call me Elwood. Said for years, you know, you'd be, you're smart. For years, I was smart. It could be oh so smart or oh so, oh so pleasant. pleasant. Oh so and for years, I was smart. And I recommend pleasant. Now, speaking of pleasant, there's a website that has a vibrator, a dildo, that also <laughs> has this thing called a rabbit. Yeah. AdamandEve.com. There's the promo. That was the most brilliant segue <laughs> I have ever seen since Paul Blart Malcolm. <laughs> I've been holding on to this because I knew exactly where I was going to put it. Why this <laughs> That's spot? what she said. Because, because it's oh so pleasant. Oh. <laughs> have I shown you guys that video of uh, someone playing Spanish guitar using a, a vibrator? Oh my God! That's brilliant. <laughs> I'll show you. Later. You can buy that too if you have to. We want to play your own vibrating guitar. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that at AdamEve.com. Oh, we have an offer Harvey. code. <laughs> we have an offer code at mttm.com oh, where you can use that here to get 10 free board and busting gifts including the three-piece bonus kit six spicy <laughs> movies and you have shipping delivered discreetly to your Discreet. door I'm not so use mttm which is the <laughs> offer code for you and you can get that rabbit yourself <laughs> so we have that at mttm.com oh, when you check out stop chasing a malice grab them <laughs> So you use that for MTTM at adamandeve.com. You can go ahead and use that when you check out for all your priceless things and just have a wonderful time. And tell them Movie Theater Time Machine sent you. Because that's what she said. <laughs> tell them we sent you because it looks good on our SEO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so... so Everybody well, arrives. There's a little funny thing about the okay. Adam and Eve promo <laughs> thing. Recently, my parents have started kind of listening on and off to the podcast. Oh, oh shit. Uh, Specifically, my Uncle Roger was curious about the whole thing, so oh, I mentioned him no. earlier. I had to explain what our thing... Like, Mom knew what Adam and Eve was, but I kind of had to explain <laughs> the deal. This is why I'm doing this right now. Uh -huh. Your was, head is uh, in your arms. It was awkward. I set my dad up with the Google Podcast podcatcher, and he literally has one subscription, and it's us. Ooh, hello! Hi, Dad. Thank Hi, you. Mr. Hi. Hi, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, I explain it to my mom and dad, and they think it's funny as hell. They yeah, think it's great. My, my parents do. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, All right, cool. I, I kind of did the, like, a bit of the promo. I'm like, if you go to that site for... Just, Whatever. Just ignore uh, this. MTTM. Just do it. Just yeah. Ignore it. <laughs> yeah. 
and just yeah. please ignore it. Yeah. And the funny thing was, my dad's advice when he was going through all this, he's like, all right, hope you get a good deal. Don't get screwed. <laughs> or if you do, make sure it's the fun kind. Yeah. <laughs> make it consensual. Oh, yep. please. So, Enthusiastic consent. Back with the movie, we have Elwood talking with Chumley, and he wants to go ahead and go wants to go to Akron. You keep saying Chumley, have... and I still keep hearing Chumley. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just picturing the upside down like the spin kicks across yeah. the you know, and the the. She's in her red outfit. <laughs> I thought she wore blue. I picture her. I picture her in blue. Yeah, yeah. I, I have like, the red one because yeah. I don't know why. Because uh, that's that's what uh, <laughs> that's what she was in in, in the movie. Yeah. 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 The. <laughs> But so, for me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so Chumley convinced her, he wants to go to Akron to be, to have two weeks of cold beer and have a pretty woman stroke his hand and say, poor, poor thing. While well, well, he tells her things he's never told anyone yeah. before, that he keeps locked up in here. Yeah. He's hey. got some secrets. Hey, no, two yeah. weeks worth of secrets, though. Yeah. 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 do this for two weeks, but Elwood's got a point. He'd be Why don't honest. you let her talk? Yeah. Even the year, it's like she could have told you about weird. interesting news. You're kind of missing out on a point. All you want to be two weeks. It's your two thing? weeks. Yeah. This guy okay, sounds like he, this guy sounds like he'd be on the the neck beardiest parts of Reddit. I hate yeah. to say it. But he sounds like he needs a damn therapist. Two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you're you're with a beautiful woman. Yeah. In the woods. Yeah. Woods. Drinking beer. I thought it was. It was like a copse of trees. Out, yeah. Out in yeah. Akron. Uh, I yeah. pictured like a, a field with trees. Oh. Well, he's thinking of Ohio. It's outdoor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of flat and nothing with some trees. You're outside yeah. with a beautiful woman with cold beer for two weeks. What about she's food? Holding yeah. your hand. Yeah. And saying, if it's poor Guinness, thing, you don't need food. It's yeah. basically bread and It's can. bread. Yeah. It's basically Fuck. But still. For two weeks, just holding your hand and saying, oh, you poor thing. Yeah. Bro, that's the yeah. worst sexual fantasy I've ever had. Honestly, Elwood has a point. He really does. He's like, she could have told you about interesting news, could have told you about her life, you know, wants to talk about anything else. All you want to do is that. Hey, it's your two weeks, All dude. you want to do is talk. Yeah. I think he just has a fantasy about someone listening to him. Yeah. Because he's probably used uh, to dealing with other people's problems. Well, he doesn't see anybody. True. He, he, doesn't, see, he doesn't see Maybe anybody that's why. Yeah. He doesn't see. He doesn't see any patients. So yeah, yeah, good point. He probably has to keep yeah. up appearances, yeah. and maybe there's shit. He, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He, he needs a therapist. He, he probably attends yeah. like the social and the business end of things, and he doesn't actually see human beings anymore. So everything's like yeah. paperwork. Or he could be one of those research yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah that's possible, too. True. So, Vita arrives with Judge Gaffney, Merle May. Everybody's here, and this is the final part of the movie. Um, they prepare to sue the institution to commit Elwood, but it's convinced by Dr. Sanderson to go ahead and give him form, give Elwood Formula 977. It's going to stop him from seeing the rep. So I think Harvey would find a way. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, he would too. Yeah. But this also kind of shows like how good a dude Elwood is. Like yeah. he sees how bad it's screwing with his sister, and even mm. though she's been an evil. Uh, word I'm not going to say knowing my parents listen now. Yeah. She's been an evil see you next Tuesday for the yeah. whole bloody movie. The yeah. fact that it's bothering her so bad, he just, you know what? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I'll do it. I never I'll saw her as evil. Just She's like, trying to commit him. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think but I'll, she does because she doesn't understand and yeah, and that's it. I think I think she's evil weird. because he is missing. He she's not taking the time to understand him. Yeah, 
Like she's trying to fit into a society. And that I think really she does care exist. about him. Yeah. She does. Oh, she care does. About yeah. Him. That's just it. That's but she's, why she's having a conflict. Yeah, like she's she wants so the, wrapped up in her own yeah. head yeah. that she doesn't really. Yeah, she, she's not really she's, thinking. Yeah. yeah, she can't really see that. Yeah. You know, Har- ultimately Harvey is kind of harmless. Yeah. And the fact that Harvey actually starts doing things, yeah. I think, is a result of her trying to get him committed because yeah. it's like Harvey's just he's yeah. just fine to let th- let bygones yeah. be bygones yeah. until you tried to hurt his friend and yeah. until she figures it out though of course she's going to be afraid of something like that yeah and you know and I can't like blame the her for Mr. That. Wilson keeps yeah. th- assuming that just cuz he's seeing a hallucination maybe he'll snap and kill people right. yeah right right I yes. mean and that's it's, a possibility yeah. sure but how long like I I know we talked about earlier how long has he been seeing Harvey and it's it has hmm, been nothing yeah. but pleasant to everybody yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so, always it's yeah. the fear of the unknown is what it is. It, yeah. It really is. It, yeah, it really is. It's the fear of the unknown. And I mean, as they're going through People this... People are afraid of mental yeah, he's all the time, yeah. especially back then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's about to uh, prepare. He's about to get the injection. Vita tries to pay for a cab. She has, she can't find her coin purse, which makes me laugh. See, we thought uh, that we... For a second, we thought the cabbie I was Harvey. I thought the cabbie was Harvey. Yeah. Because... Ooh. Yeah. I want to know if he ever met the cabbie from uh, Arsenic and Old Lace. Yeah. (laughs) Because the thing about Puka, the thing about, uh, the the reason they called Puka and Faye and everything changelings is because they can change their appearance. Yeah. They have the ability to do that. I thought a changeling was when they swapped out a baby for a Faye baby. Yeah. I mean, yes. Well, that's, that's, yes. That's like the the basic concept yeah. of it, but like being shape changers and changing how they look and like what they what they what how they appear mm, to people is is, is absolutely a fake a thing. thing. Yeah. Right. So I thought at that point I thought that the cab driver was Harvey. <laughs> yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. That's a freaking good point. I thought That's... that he came in. And yeah. basically, stop. You know, started kind of being rude and being like, "Hey, I need this money now." Yeah. To prove, kind of prove a point. Wow. Came in yeah. And and can't cause that. and cause that, everybody yeah. to not have their coin purse. Yeah. yeah. To basically force yeah. the knock on the door to ha- to bring Harvey to, to interrupt bring, the um, injection. Otherwise, yeah, he would have gotten, yeah. yeah. gotten stuck before yeah. Vita had her change of heart. And yeah. then basically prove that you know how yeah. how good of a guy Elwood is. Yeah. And then basically do the whole spiel about how, yeah, you see how he is now? Well, when he gets that injection, he ain't going to be like yeah. that afterwards. This has been my route for the past 15 years, and whenever they go to get that injection... Uh, and when they basically, come here, they're nice. We'll watch sunsets when it's raining, and watch yeah. the boys when there's no boys. Yeah. They're all very pleasant. Yeah. And then, then After. suddenly... And they give me a big tip. Yeah. Right, and then yeah. suddenly, you know, as soon as uh, the judge gets, like, fed up with everything... He leaves. And yeah. takes Poof. the cab. Takes the cab. Their cab. The cab's gone. Yeah. And suddenly she can find her change for us again. Uh, yeah. Wait, you forgot the first. end of the story that the cabbie was telling. But yeah. that once they get the injection, yeah. they're like... They're yeah. they're mean. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're mean. They're mean. They don't pay. So, yeah, they tell me, same route there. They tell me, step on the gas, step on the brake, go through there. They always mad at me. They're yeah, like perfectly normal different. human beings. And you know what stinkers they could be. That That is or a beautiful, beautiful line. They're there. They're soon. I would become a just a normal stinking, just a normal human being. And you know what stinkers they are. Was it stinkers? Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, I got that line right here. Oh. Yeah, the line right here. It's just the and it's just like 
Yes, and he's that, bright. And, but he's that, bright. That line yeah. right there is what made me think that that he's was Harvey. Harvey. Dude, that's it's that's awful. a trippy point. Yeah. Wow. It was it was that yeah. line the way he said it made me yeah. think that that was Harvey because yeah. not uh, I'm sorry. If you were coming in and yeah. telling me this, yeah. would you say that line as a human being? Yeah. Would you I don't tell me think that? So. Would you tell me that every other human being is going to? Plenty of people that? on yeah. the internet do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably high schoolers yeah. that are all yeah. up their own ass too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. as a grown like forty-ish, fifty-ish sort of yeah. man, if they're yeah. Uh, cynical, yeah. I think it's interesting too how Elwood just changes Internet. the tone of everything as soon as he gets out of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like where he's talking to the cab driver and how he oh, just hey, said, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, but he's just like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, you drive for fifteen years. Your brother's driven for twelve. Okay, you've driven for Brown. You've driven. Oh, okay, isn't wow, that, isn't that a little strife in the family? But <laughs> but it's just the fact that he just like easily just everybody's mood just mm-hmm. calms yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Everybody just comes as he's talking. Like, wow, now that's kind of nice. I like that. It's like everybody's and, friends around Elwood because yeah. you can't not like him. Because yeah. he's he's got that low tension yeah. about him. Yeah. Then you're so I'm having a dinner here. You want to come along and just. And the ending where they do that, they start wrapping up. Okay, he's not going to get the injection. Originally, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't care for it. And then you know he says it again. I always felt that Veda had, should have always what he wants. Right. And then they get he it, and then all this happens. Happy. When he realizes now, how badly it's affecting her, he's gonna yeah. give up on Harvey yeah. if it makes his sister. When happy. she's pouring out her purse, though. And there's something that she pulls out that we we pause this. And we see there was a lipstick, a compact, mm-hmm. a few other things, and then there's a long square thing that she put she pulls out. No idea. I have no idea what that was. I saw a couple of things look like pill con- like old school pill containers. Yeah. So I don't know. If I saw one of those, yeah. Weird medications or yeah. stuff. I didn't know Everybody's what kind of wacky in this movie. Yeah, the rectangular yeah. thing, I've honestly no clue. I have no idea. I looked at them and what the fuck is that? Again, as many times I've seen this movie, I'm like, okay, I'm like, what the hell? And even I, though we've, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and we I were, was trying you know. to figure out half the stuff she was pulling out, and I was like, yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know yeah. what that is. I don't know what that is. It's yeah. like, this looks like old school version of this. But I, I figured out most of it, but with yeah. that last like, yeah. rectangular yeah. whatever Yeah, there's a is. rectangular thing. It looks like a bar of soap if you're not paying attention. It was right. longer yeah. and narrower than yeah. that. Yeah, it just, it, true. Yeah. You know, if you get those weird soaps, yeah. like the handmade ones. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, true. So they're leaving and they're heading off, and um, they got to go get a bus because Judge Gaffney took the cab. Yep. Um, Elwood fi- has a talk with uh, with Harvey there. Yeah, yeah. Where there's there, and the then the the swing is just swaying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like cold. He's, he's real. Yeah, he's there. The, the he's shot is the, sunrise. the yep. shot is perfect. Elwood walks out to the gates, a little Although downtrodden well, because like well, first there's a quick little yeah. Thing about uh, because the judge asked not just the um, the doctor asks if uh, can Harvey can stay, can stay with yeah, him. yeah. Where this is the point where he's just taking him on the fantasy trip to Akron. Yeah, yeah. And then Elwood, you know, go walks out to the gates, and you could. This he is the this, It's the first time he looks sad in the whole movie. It was it was a beautiful thing because it's he didn't have to say anything. Do that. Just Jimmy Stewart just changed his face slightly. It's like his face slightly. his face dropped just slightly, and, and just, you saw all of it right there. Huh. Yeah. He looked, he just, Damn. A little dejected. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. 
You made him sad. Yeah. Don't make him sad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I am very protective of this man. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. You made him lonely. Yeah. Come back, Harvey. Yeah. Come back. Uh, but we do is as they go as they go out and he says goodbye to Herman and as they're starting to Herman walk out for the bus or whatever that yeah. name is Herman I have his name actually right here Sh- Herman Schimmelsplatzer Schimmelsplatzer yeah another name like this yeah. <laughs> well that's because it shows it's to show that Elwood you know cares about people because he bothered to learn this guy's name yeah. or right. nobody yeah. else yeah. does because it's so complicated yeah. I don't know anybody's name yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Do you know it, Harvey at least? I know that's the only name I know. <laughs> All right, that's the important one. <laughs> As they trek on, and you know they walk out, and you know you see the the little lever start to move, and Harvey oh, walks lever. out, yeah. and the gates open. And, oh, you're you're here. I thought oh, you were going. I oh. thought you were gonna stay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I prefer thank you, you Harvey. Too. I prefer you too. <laughs> And there's the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful score of this by uh, Frank Skinner, who uh, also did Arsenic and Old Lace, too, mm-hmm. um, and several others. And when you hear that, like, that music that sounds like it's an old black and white movie, mm-hmm. chances are it's Frank Skinner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where they go, and this is where, for me, I see the rabbit in the, and, like, sort of see it as they're walking away. I'm like... Oh, there's Harvey. Like, my mind is filling it in. I'm like, okay. And then as, Harvey, you know, Jimmy's looking up and then they're looking back. Oh, it's good to see you. Oh, so nice. Let's go get the bus. That should be fun. And I just still, I want to see a sequel and I want to make that sequel. We'll call it Elwood's Dinner. <laughs> it just My dinner with Elwood. Yeah, my dinner with Elwood. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, they, my dinner at Elwood, and they're all just kind of chilling and watching. Look at these weird characters, and everybody's having fun. And okay, and somebody gets way too drunk and starts playing the piano. <laughs> I would love that, and I, I gotta say, like this is—you could see why this is one of my favorites. Yeah, They're absolutely I, one of my favorites. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this movie way more than I thought I would. Yeah. I know I say that a lot, but there are some movies we've seen where I'm just like, yeah, no. Yeah. But no, right. I, I, I did. I, did, I enjoyed one. this quite yeah. a bit. Yes. I, I love this movie. It just it says a lot, and also just on a personal level where um, I see it as people make assumptions. Mm-hmm. People make assumptions about somebody at first, and then you get to know them, and they're really, really, really good. Right. And you, just, you do that, and I've done that. I, I've done that to people, and people have done that about me. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this movie. Originally, when I watched it, I started to think about things and started to think about how I could approach things in my life. Mm-hmm. I had a bit of an anger problem at one point in time in my life, and then things started changing. This is why and, you and I have a very good relationship. Oh, yes. Because Nick and I have gone through some shit that's yeah. very similar. Yeah, we have. And, yeah, yeah, everybody in the room, I think we've all, I think this is why all four of us get along yeah. so well. Yeah. Like it really, like it all clicks because we're all in a lot of similar boats. Bit of an anger problem. Yeah, <laughs> and she did. Yeah, I think when you see it and you see how Elwood just walks in and changes the room, and I mean, this yeah. is Jimmy Stewart's quintessentially perfect role. Yeah. Uh, through a lot of things, and as we go through it, you're gonna see a difference. But mm-hmm. also, as we go through the month, you're gonna see roles where Jimmy Stewart was very, very different person. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is after his stint in World War II, but after his stint in Vietnam, he does change. He was in Vietnam. He was. In he Vietnam? was. 
Hmm. I he thought was. he'd be too old for that. Nope. Nope, he, he signed right up, at, volunteered, and he was right oh at the right God. age to yeah. be able to hit both. Yeah, right at the very end of it. He was yeah. in Vietnam, and that's why he is General James Stewart. I did not know that. Yeah, Fuck. it's yeah, he is yeah, he didn't do a long tour, but when he got back, that's why he did only cowboy movies at the end at the rest for the rest of the time. Mm. He stopped doing a lot of those because of what because of things he didn't talk about too much. And so, that's how you know somebody really was in the military because they don't talk about the shit they went no, through. No, no, no. So if if you run into somebody online telling you they they were special forces or something, yeah. they lie. What if they just want to mention how horrible camel spiders are? Well, you know well, that's fine because yeah, yeah. camel spiders are horrific. Yeah, <sighs> yeah <laughs> but you're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to. You're not going to have them talking about. Yeah. They're not going to be talking about how many people they killed barehanded yeah. and yeah. like their hands are like lethal weapons. <laughs> and I got to register them with the government. No, they're not going to be talking like that. No, they're not going to be talking like. <laughs> what's the character's name in um, uh, Venture Brothers? Brock. Not, not no. Brock. Well, Brock's a genuine Brock legitimately fighter guy. Is the problem? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, it's the, guy, uh, the, the, the kid. Uh, that they end up hanging out with that he's just like oh yeah well uh, you, you only caught me off guard because oh their brother their brother yeah oh what the hell brother it's oh, something God. it's something similar to Elwood it's in that that yeah. I have no uh, idea duck, oh with a God D. season season four something um, with a D what the hell is his name uh, Dermot 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 yes got it. That their fucking brother. Yeah. He ends up, yeah, it ends up he's their goddamn brother. Oh, yeah, he's their half brother. Yeah. I can't really remember the character though. Uh, yeah. uh, season four. End of season four. I don't remember how much many I saw. Uh, he look, he looks like exactly the kind of person you'd think well, he would be. Let's just say ah. Doctor Venture banged a sixteen-year-old he didn't know was sixteen. Oh no. Yeah. Let's just, let's just say that, yeah, I watched a lot of Venture Brothers, mm. and I, I love Venture Brothers. Dermot. Oh, yeah. okay. I, yeah. Uh, now, speaking yeah. of that, with some of some things I do want to mention is the influence of this movie, um, and the mentions of it, and uh, in Shawshank Redemption, mm. uh, Andy Dufresne refers to the character of Randall Stevens that he created, uh, the fake person Dufresne created to launder money, as a phantom, an apparition, and second cousin to Harvey the Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And in um, and the movie A Beautiful Mind, John Nash points to an empty chair, says to his friend, have you met Harvey? Uh-huh. Um, and the... <laughs> Um, the episode of The Simpsons, My Big Fat Geek Wedding, uh, it contains a similar image to Rabbit as Barney's anti-sobriety sponsor. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and, and one of my favorites, I actually forgot about this, I forgot all about this show, is Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, mm-hmm. the city founder is Elwood P. Dowd. That's hysterical. Huh. <laughs> Wait, I thought we... we... You were we were too old by then. I watched I it with love, Emily. Oh, yeah. There's no too old. Well, yeah. you know, I like, watched it. I watched it a lot. Wilt was, a, Wilt was my favorite. We got busy and yeah. I loved that show. Yeah. Yeah. Had less time for TV yeah. watching and, and and moved out of my. Yeah. Is it bad that the my parents I know the theme song no, automatically didn't have cable <laughs> anymore? Yeah. There are certain, there are certain 
quote unquote kids TV shows that I loved and I yeah. will, I will that and Mrs. proudly say that I watched. Yeah. Well, let's, and the thing with Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Mrs. Foster's imaginary friend is a rabbit. Yeah. About yeah. six foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think mm. one of the interesting things is also in Farscape, the television series produced by the Jim Henson Company from 1999 to 2003. Yes. The name character Crichon is often haunted by a visual auditory oh, hallucination. I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. Um, and have referred to as the neutral, a neural clone arch enemy Scorpius, produced by an interactive neurochip embedded in his brain. The character was dubbed Harvey, <laughs> and as such, Crichton and uh, direct reference to the original film. Although, and it goes on and on and on. There are several of these. Um, this is, you know, we've missed a bit but I do want to say that you really should this movie should be here um, we're going to take a moment we're going to tell you about 4041 Media and we're going to talk about some fantasy casting Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. All right, fantasy casting. Before we get to that, we want to make one more mention and a thank you for the Jimmy Stewart Museum. Yes, thank in, you. In Indiana, Pennsylvania, um, a smaller museum, but it's does a physical see place? it is a physical place. Oh. Go to jimmy.org and you can see what attracts six thousand people per year. Have people from all fifty states. Uh, they have exhibits such as a rec- a replica of Jimmy's office, a few of the movies, and also Jimmy Stewart's boyhood bedroom. Nice. Uh, which is. It intrigues me. Mm. Did yeah, they not just, just that, but everything pick up intrigues a room me. and yeah. transport it? No, they just re- they just replicated all <laughs> oh. of it, and also his his World War Two, his Vietnam, and all the uh, stuff from all the movies. A pretty good gift shop too, but they are you know I've had correspondence. Yeah, I've had correspondence <laughs> with him uh, with uh, with them uh, pretty much all through the uh, length of this podcast. Nice. Really nice people, and we're just hoping to get at least get one of them on at some point. That'd be cool. Uh, still working on it. So, uh, all right, fantasy casting. Who's got what here? Okay. Uh- Louise Belcher for Harvey, because because well, of the hat. That and she she would take the puka. Let's fuck with people up to eleven. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> fuck. You serious? Oh, Sorry. A, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna crack that to try it. Mm. Hmm. Now I had a thought during the break. Uh, it's not necessarily a fantasy casting, but I did have a thought on the whole. You know, Harvey is real and he's actually, like, Faye. Yeah. Imagine if Harvey shows up to, uh, to Elwood 
as the rabbit initially to fuck with him. Yeah. And then, you know, it starts to like him and realizes, shit, I have to keep this form now. Oh, no. Oh, damn it, I'm a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) That would be Bugs Bunny. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, that does kind of make Bugs Bunny's like a trickster. Yeah. He is a trickster guy. Yeah, there's similarities of those characters, too. How about, all right, let's roll for Bugs Bunny. All right. Yay! Oh, so that. does Elmer Fudd factor into this? Well, you have to see him first. Yeah. 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 Well, no, what? Okay. I no. think Elmer Fudd would be Wilson. I'm trying to think huh. in like different like mm. mythologies, like I'd the be glad to. the trickster gods. I know Coyote is supposed to be a trickster god in like a yeah. lot a lot of Native American yeah. myths. Yeah. Mm. I know Rabbit is in it. Are they a trickster as well, or mm. I? Um, I don't know. I'm I not as know. familiar with. Um, and it also depends and I'm on. Not saying it's the it same also depends on the tribe because yeah. there are very it, different crea- uh, creation myths. Yes. Between tribes, they're not all the same. I remember in a lot of them, like there are like kind of an 535 asshole. different tribes. Yes. In North America alone, so. You're asking a very ambiguous question it's, here. It's a rough <laughs> question, I know, but I like I know. In a lot, in a lot of them, rabbit is a like I guess ancestor spirit. Yes, maybe because saying of, a it god is not quite the same. It's not the thing. same. It's very. Uh, it's it's in the. I'm just curious because rabbits I'm, do like I don't know if the Bugs Bunny thing was from the whole trickster I, motif or if I'm thinking I, way too much. I think into you're it. thinking yeah, way too much into it. Yeah. I think he's just a wacky cartoon rabbit yeah. who yeah, right, wants to enough. teach Elmer a lesson. Fair yeah. enough. So Elmer Fudd as Wilson. Yes, you know, be messed up if if he was Elwood. I don't know how that would work though. Elmer Fudd is Elwood P. Dowd. And and Bugs Bunny's just messing with him. Eh. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would know, have. He would try to shoot him. Want to go down yeah. to Charlie's? Uh, or maybe uh, maybe he's just a guy. Maybe he shoots other things. I don't know. I. Well, they want to take away his gun now anyway. Yeah. When they do new ones, like. Yeah. They they have him with oh, like, yeah, they, different weapons. Yeah, or they had him things. with uh, what's that thing? The thing a, death does. The scythe. The scythe. Yeah. Scythe? I don't know how you say yeah. it. A scythe. Yeah. Yeah. They want to give him a scythe instead well, of a gun. At yeah. least I think they give him different things. That's or, just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cartoon, guys. And the only time yeah. it makes sense to, to give him something different is He's when it was the op- when it was the opera episode yeah. and he had like a short sword. Okay, that's that, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that made sense. But he's a hunter, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, hunting yeah. season is still a thing. Right. Unless he was like a farmer trying to also keep bugs. Yeah, still, yeah. Don't yeah. eat my cabbage. Still a farmer. That's yeah. my cabbages. Well, Bugs Bunny didn't always. Missing the point, guys. Yeah, Bugs Bunny didn't always. Um, you know, go with Elmer Fudd. You know, Bugs right. Bunny also. He would screw with Daffy a lot. Yeah, he would yeah. screw with a lot of people. And I mean, there is, you know. Oh my God! So Elwood is no, he couldn't be Daffy Duck. That would no. be ironic. Oh da- no, Daffy is just way too angry about everything. Like, um. That's more like would, Donald Duck. Though. He would kind of be Porky Pig, wouldn't he? Because Porky would just kind of went along with everything. Uh, he was just kind of he was just kind of there. He's like, all right, guys, whatever. This is what we're doing now. Hmm. Yeah. I don't to... think there is a Looney Tunes character that really fits. No. Not really. Yeah, I think Porky might be the closest, and it's still not not. It's quite not even right. quite there. Like yeah. it's, there really isn't a Looney Tunes character that really fits the. Uh... How about Tiny Tunes? 
<laughs> like yeah. Hampton. Oh, Hampton was way too anxious. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hampton was super anxious. There really isn't even a Tiny Toons character that fits. No. Hmm. Oh, well. Um, so, I, I, if you want to roll for Wilson as Bud... I, I, re- I really don't have much. I mean, it's a really change the there. Thing, the only ridiculous thing that I can think of is changing... Uh, is changing Elwood and Harvey into Jake and Elwood Blues. That's the only thing I can <laughs> Oh my god, I just, I thought of something too. Yeah. What if, um, cause you know, Elwood likes drinking a lot. What if you switched him out with, uh, Hawkeye Pierce? I thought about that, still. actually. Cause I think Alan Alda could do a fantastic Elwood. Oh my god, yeah. you're right! Yeah. And, and I, I thought about that this morning. But, you know, I do have to give one, though. But, like, now that you mentioned that, I just... There was a a person who was in M.A.S.H. who played himself and did well, who could play Harvey. And it's... Yeah. So I got a role for Harvey to be played by William Tuttle. (laughs) Oh, crack that. The... You just say that to get a reroll. No, it's a correct die. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's uh, a no, thirty-six. So. Oh, okay. Now, this interesting one. So I see confusion on the other side of the table. They might not know that episode. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> no, William Tuttle was a character that they made up to basically extort the U.S. military. Okay. So they made up this so this um they made up the story of the soldier and then everybody started forming stories about him and then it ended up becoming real. Oh. Uh, and the then very, wasn't yeah. it Burns who yeah. pretended to yeah. to know who he was? Everybody did. Oh. Yeah, even Blake was like, I just had breakfast with a man this morning and then they were like, Okay, they had to kill the guy off, so they <laughs> you know, they were just like, Okay, then they ended up with something and the extra money and then they send it to the orphanage and that fixed it up. Not to and, be confused and, yeah. with uh, Charles Lamb, who yeah, was actually Char- a lamb. <laughs> They're gonna go ahead and send me to the stockade. I just discharged a lamb. <laughs> oh, but at the very end of the episode, as the rolling credits go, they have William Tuttle as himself. <laughs> like, I'm like that. It was the greatest inside joke for a while because nobody really noticed it until the show started showing up in 4K. Oh, so right. it's like 40 years later, like. Oh my god, that's just a thing. Like, <laughs> neat. <laughs> but I would say, really, Alan Alda could play Elwood P. Dowd very well. Because yeah. it's kind of a mild Hawkeye. Hmm, I feel yeah. like... Yeah. Well, I it's, feel ha- like... it's Hawkeye and is not maudlin setting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like <laughs> Hawkeye is more bitter yeah. than that. He'd have an edge to him. Yeah. yeah. People right, crying so... over a chicken. I thought this was a comedy show. Well, I have an idea. Yeah. It's not not a serious one in any stretch, but at one point, uh, somebody was chasing down the uh, the orderly Wilson. Yeah. Like ch- they chased him out of the room, like Wilson, Wilson. Oh my yeah. God. And I'm thinking. Dennis the Menace. No. What if we swap out the orderly Wilson <laughs> with a volleyball with a handprint on it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he comes into screen. He just sits there. Yeah, whenever he comes into scene, it's literally just like an extra just pitches it into the room. <laughs> and it just sits there, and people react like it's saying things, but it doesn't. Oh How's it going to eat a sandwich? Wait, so... <laughs> they duct tape the sandwich to it. <laughs> so, he's kind of Harvey in that respect, almost. Kind of. 
Kind of. He, he, he's like a a friend of Harvey. <laughs> it's a Harvey adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy, Wilson. Oh, Wilson's a great dude. Let's see. What, let's see if we're gonna just like weird up this movie even more. Uh, that's yeah. a twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> that sound. Oh, <laughs> that's the sound with the when you it's change so, the volume and it makes sure. a chime. Oh, okay. Sorry. We were talking about something off mic, and I just heard the sound again. I'm like, no, it was that. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so that was a, it's a 25. So yeah, Wilson is straight up replaced with a volleyball with a handprint on it. <laughs> and people act like he's real. Yeah, they act like he's real, and like you know, Myrtle May is just like, when will I see you again? And it pitches him out the door. Oh my god! <laughs> At least there's a physical connotation of it, though. <laughs> but that makes them even crazier than uh -huh. Elwood and Harvey. Uh -huh. I'm just picturing the scene where she, like they don't know where Chumley's door's locked, and then he goes around. Right? And he, he goes it, around, and bounces back into the room. <laughs> the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we gotta get some Alice in Wonderland in here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's like follow the white rabbit, yeah, then yeah. can we get like Neo from the Matrix in here? Oh my god. <laughs> I said the windows open, the alarms go off, the and you Matrix. have so many old weird ass yeah. The other two were not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't... <laughs> so, Harvey lives in um the play I, I just remember it sh was it their ship or their we, island their uh place was called Nebuchadnezzar the ship yeah. was the Nebuchadnezzar and uh where they lived was called Zion yeah 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 so the the, the Harvey, ridiculously huge cave was called Zion so maybe Harvey would exist in Zion as an actual person or some shit everybody well, maybe. keeps saying Harvey and I keep thinking Harvey Birdman attorney at attorney law. <gasps> oh my god <laughs> I think I've got the first season that would change things reducto yeah. shrink me <laughs> so then he what if, oh my god what if what if the you know the lawyer or judge guy was it's Harvey, Harvey Birdman, Birdman and, and he just gets confused if anyone mentions Harvey the rabbit yes. <laughs> she's like what Who, who's talking to me no not you the rabbit what I rabbit? would actually want to see the judge as the um, Harvey yes what yes, not you not you, you. Who? <laughs> Roger, over. What? <laughs> it just becomes airplane. And and I for a soundtrack, I I want somebody to put in White Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> somebody roll that. That's great. There's so many things to roll. Uh, My eyeballs and, hurt. I'm sorry. And the judge is Harvey Birdman. A dirty law. Yes. This is 24. Oh, so is he going to represent Harvey, who is Bugs Bunny? Yeah. Bugs Bunny's a cartoon. He could represent him. This is the most whacked out fucking movie we've ever I made. I love it. Also, love it. are we in the Matrix now? or? Yeah. So, wait, 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 wait. We didn't roll for it. We have Harvey Birdman. We have Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, with Bugs Bunny. It's Harvey. <laughs> And I rolled for all of them. Yep. And we rolled for all of I did. I rolled for all of them. And Hawkeye's got his own goddamn still. You know what? It still makes more sense than Sharknado 3. Yeah. 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 So would Vita be uh, Hulahan? Ooh. 
Hot Lips Vita. Oh god. Oh wait, no, they they made out in a uh. episode. <laughs> no, um yeah. <laughs> oh. oh damn, I just had the thought, I just remembered the woman's name, but it just escaped me. Okay. Uh, it's you know, okay. it's no, there was an actress who uh, visited the uh, visited Mash, but she was an old colonel that was the, like head yeah. nurse of everybody. Uh, I cannot remember. And she tried to get with uh, Potter. Yeah. Right. No, not that one. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. That's a <laughs> that's a freaking cute episode. Hmm. The um, yeah, it wasn't that. It was um, shit. Uh, I'm, I'm losing that one. I don't know. I, I can't. I remember I can't it as soon as I shut yeah, this off. Right. I, I can't formulate the entire thing in order to in order to even roll for it. Yeah. Uh, it's um. I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think we're crazy. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think this one. Do we do we have a uh, title for this? Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, I'm no still just picturing the volleyball just getting hucked from off camera. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone trying to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody's fucking cat, crazy. Or, or yeah. Dr. Squarejaw getting yeah. pelted right in the just face with the volleyball. Myrtle, just a myrtle with a ball. And he's like, oh, don't you two make a beautiful couple? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, they look great, don't they, Veda? Huh? You two, too. There's Dr. Sanderson. Dr. Chumley could be Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Oh. In, in per, kind of in pursuit of the rabbit. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. okay. Hey, she yeah. wants to go to Akron. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. Damn. Oh. Fuck! It would have been perfect. Uh, I'm the walrus cuckoo kachoo. A kachoob. So, we want to round this one out here. Um, few things that I do not want to add. I think this fantasy casting is amazing. But right. um, except for having no title. Harvey. No, no. I mean, it works. Yeah. Keeping the same title yeah. works. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Harvey, the weirder one. Yeah, yeah, Harvey, this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, their producer Don Gregory purchased the merching, merchandising and the film rights to Harvey from the Mary Chase estate in 1996. It was merchandise? Oh, uh, yes. And um, okay. in, in 1999, Gregory sold it off to, uh, to a conglomerate, including Walt Disney Pictures, oh, Barry Sonfeld, and Barry Josephson. Universal and New Line Cinema were also interested in producing Harvey, and they considered to have Harvey, and this was not, uh, this was not something that came together. Kind of interesting, but just listen to who they thought could play Elwood. Okay. Jim Carrey. Oh my ah. god. <laughs> Anti-vax shit 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 stain. Different? Fill on. Adam Sandler. Oh. Uh, no. No. Would you like to have dinner with me at my house and check it at floorboard? I'm going to give a half vote for that one. Didn't he do because drama sometimes? He has done, I think it was Punch Drunk Love, yep. and I think it was a, I can't remember the other movie, but he actually can, he can do drama, do drama yeah. if, when he's not, like like with, um, Christ, why can't I remember his name? Huh. Like with Will Farrell, when he's not being crazy and running around in his underwear like an asshole, yeah. he can actually act. Yeah. Like Will Ferrell, if you've seen Stranger Than Fiction, yeah. that is a, that's a good, that's a good one, Will Ferrell can act. Yeah. Punch Drunk Love... Adam Sandler can act. It's just he got all of his money by being, oh, it's Nudie Magazine Day. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, Butter boy. Yeah, but yeah. if he goes, 
if he actually, you know, if it's actually like a almost a dramatic role yeah. for him, I could almost see it. Yeah. Mm. The others that were actually MGM got involved and they wanted to have Tom Hanks. Mm. I mean, this one I could see. I Tom, yeah. Not very well, but like this Tom one Hanks, I could see. I think Tom Hanks could pull it off. It wouldn't. It wouldn't yeah. feel quite right. Yeah. But I think he could do it. I kind of would want to see Tony Randall. Yes. And by extension, holy shit, yes. Um, Thomas Lennon, be, for yeah. basically kind of playing Thomas a Felix Lennon type. Could fucking play but then again, Felix was too. Well. T- if they dialed back, yeah. Felix's obvious anxiety yeah. disorder. No, I, I think Tony Randall would be to- Tony could, Randall or yeah. these. Now, here's some weird ones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they approached John Travolta in 2003 oh, no. to try it. He turned it down. No. Oh, good. Yeah. And also, one of the latest ones was uh, Steven Spielberg was supposed to do this, but then he had the option to do Saving Private Ryan and went that way. Well, you know, I mean, um, good movie, but... Spiel- do. Steven Spielberg approached Robert Downey Jr. to do Elwood. Oh, my. You know what I could maybe see working? Robin hmm. Williams? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Robin Williams yeah. Uh, in a slightly more sedate role. Yeah, yeah. I could, I, I could I, see him. I, I can see him just being that guy because yeah. he was that guy. Kind of yeah. like just, in Hook. Yeah, kind of. At, yeah, like, at the beginning of Hook. Yeah, he, get, he gets goofy towards the end, but uh, yeah, no, at the beginning he, of yeah. Hook, he's that kind of guy. Just holy like, shit, yeah. I could see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like you can't not like him. Kind of, kind yeah. of deal. You know. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I I got nothing more than that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we close out Harvey, and let's get ready for our next one. So we continue on with uh, Jimmy Stewart month and go to Glenn Miller. Next week, we look at the Glenn Miller story. Version of Sing 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 everyone knows from Chips Ahoy commercials. Yes. Oh, you should end on that yes. one. That one's catchy. Well, we have the Glenn Miller story next week. And we continue on as we do with Jimmy Stewart. And again, you're going to see the most badass human and the baddest American that ever lived. And we hope that you always have a wonderful time wherever you are and whoever you're with. And we'd be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good. 